Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. How's it going, everybody? And Arado, how are you today? I'll feel better if somebody tells me they can hear me, other than you. Uh, well, if you can hear me, then they can hear me. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully they can. Uh, folks in chat, welcome to the RNO pre-show. Uh, we are live. We're going to be recording the RNR show in just a few minutes here. But as always, here on Twitch, we hang out with y'all and um, just uh, chit chat and uh, play with the avatars and hopefully do some audio and video checks as well. So if y'all can just confirm that you can hear us and the body volume levels are okay, we would appreciate it. Yeah, because that's how loud he talked, and now I'm going to talk. And according to me, the things put us both pretty much smackly regularly in the yellow, but I, somehow he just has more gravitas than me, so if I sound a little weak, tell me I'll bump him down, because if I go any higher, I'll be in the red. Yes, uh, that's a nice way of saying I have a big mouth, sir. You, yes, you have, uh, I, I used to think I had the biggest mouth, but it is not the case anymore. <laughs> All right, Denoga, All right. thank you for resubscribing. For four months you've been with us, Denoga. I guess we must be doing nice. something right. Thank you. Thank that's you for it. that. Uh, yes, yeah, so for folks who don't know, I, I, anybody who's here right now, they're regulars. Uh, we don't we don't have to give the whole spiel right now. We should wait until later yep. when maybe some random you know first timers show up. So we'll we'll right. spare you the did you know Amazon Prime sales pitch for now. <laughs> it will be coming for now. because that's what Twitch wants us to do. We got to feed the beast. Um, let's see here. Oh, I uh, boy, I this was a stressful preparation today because of what's on the table. Spoiler alert, folks. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, this week's episode is sponsored by the Bad Karmas. And, oh, what is the full name of the game? Uh, I, ne- I need to go look now. Let me find it. It is... I'll have to remember this before we start. All uh, right, here we are. It is... Bad Karmas and the Curse of the Zodiac. Right. Um, ah. It's cool. It really works. But uh, it requires phones. And, of course... Um, I have it installed on my phones and Jen's phone. And of course, Jen never plugs her phone in at night. So I wake up this morning and she has like less than 10% on her freaking phone. And this thing takes forever oh, no. to charge. She's at what now? She's at 34%. That should be enough for an on the table segment. But, uh, okay. I was just testing. Can I actually put them to sleep? Because we're going to blibber blabber for a while. Um, yeah. and her phone drains fast. And uh, oh, no. I, I found out that when you put it to sleep in 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 the final version of the app, I have beta, I have pre-alpha apps. Uh, it it can't restart, but it does save your progress. So I just literally before we went, I did test. It loaded the progress just fine. So in theory, that should all work okay. But the uh, joys, I'm sure there must be some software developers in the audience know what I'm talking about. Nothing like doing a live demo in front of hundreds of people of uh, pre-alpha <laughs> software. That always works wow. out well. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. Oh my god, I, I was just thinking about that. Reminds me, uh, last year I was uh, set to uh, do a um, 
uh, run through of game. I'm not going to mention what game, but there was an app involved. Oh, yeah. And that thing, at the last minute, they had to cancel the whole thing because the app was not functional. Oh, and, wow. Uh, that they, day. Yeah. And um, I think it's come back to life, but uh, it took months for them because I was literally, I had, it was like a board game, but then the app totally dead it's just like um like i could yeah. and there we were just gonna do it where i would like literally just do stuff on the board and pretend there was an app but that yeah I, i'm just glad that they I, i'm glad they went back to the drawing board and uh, figured things out yep yeah well yeah. I, I i i'm hoping for better results here today uh yeah. i mean I, i've messed around with it quite a bit it's really impressive technology i mean very mm -hmm. very very impressive but it is also pre-alpha. It is in a state that you know regular consumers should not see. So yeah. if anything goes wrong in the audience and you're one of those, um, I mean, what better term is there than Luddite? You know, somebody who, I don't mean in a, in a pejorative way, but somebody who does not want to see technology working their way into their life. Well, um, don't hold pre-alpha software against this. It's really pretty cool. I've been messing yeah, around with it. Nice. Um, was originally going to do a full run-through of it, but there's just no time, Ruel. There is just no time. So we talked to them a little bit more, and we said, okay, well, hey, they can uh, sponsor an episode of the show, and then I can put this in the mail and send it on to somebody else who will actually have the time to do a proper, because, oh my gosh, it's the shortest month of the year, and yet it seems like it's got twice as many Kickstarters in it as any other month. It has been murder. Yeah, murder. yeah I, I I was just gonna say, I mean, the shortest month of the year, and it seems like just all the work is, you know, come our way, which is which is a good thing. But at the same time, like I know, like uh, if I had hair, I'd be pulling it out right now. <laughs> no, that's how crazy it is. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Um, well, yeah, of course you're stressed too, I'm sure, because you're having to get ready for uh, the uh, Dice Tower West convention in the first week of March, right? And you're yes, doing, yeah, I am rocking my shirt from the last one back in 2020. Um, yeah, we've got the 3C con happening. We've got uh, that's a con within the con um, with a bunch of content creators. It's basically a way for content creators to connect with each other and all their supporters and fans and friends and family and everything. Um, we are both going to be there. We're going to be doing a live R and R show. Yes, while we are we're there, which is going to be a blast. Wish and, us luck, um, folks, uh, in front of a live studio audience. I mean, you're a live studio yeah. audience too, but. I mean, if, if you boo or you get bored and walk away, we can't tell. But now there'll be yeah. a room full of people who will get bored and yeah. walk away. And we're like, hey, stop lurking. Come back. Lurking doesn't help us here. We need your we won't have the little attention. avatars. We're going to have the actual people. Yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, that's a cool idea. I wonder if we can do anything yeah. about that. Oh, speaking of which, by the way, um, thank you for um, Brenner and uh, 1024 for sticking with us for another month. And those resubs pushed us into hype train territory. Woohoo! Oh, and my nice. little hype train You're didn't come across. I don't know why. Hmm. Oh. I'm not going to okay. worry about that, though. I'm not going to I'm not going to okay. sweat that. All right. No, uh, just a real quick check. Um, we do have an RVR episode coming uh, that yes. has been unlocked, correct? Yes, yes. Um, uh, do you want to talk about that, or are we? I want you that to talk or... about it because I okay. just want to check something on a technical thing. Okay, so uh, the upcoming. So here's the thing: the reason why I was trying to segue that way because I don't remember what we're playing. <laughs> we are going to be doing an RBR show, folks, where uh, Rod and I play a game live, and uh, you'll be able to watch it here on Twitch. Yes, and then it'll be uh, uh, exported over to YouTube the following day. What game are we playing? Did we um, decide? Well, it's 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 a crazy notion, but I am very excited to try out. Uh, it's in the other room. I'd, I'd hold it up to the camera. Um, Dixit or Stella, a Dixit adventure or something like that. I think is what it's called. That's right. Is the proper name? Yes. Um, it basically is Dixit, but kind of Dixit crossed with code names almost. 
Or no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. Well, if Dixit crossed with I don't know some other party game that I I wouldn't be able to pick off the top of my head. But it's Dixit. But instead of players having to come up with a clue that like fits the pictures and whatnot, the game comes up with one, and then everybody tries to come up with their own collection of pictures that matches the clue the game gave. Uh, and like regular Dixit, you're trying to go for the obvious stuff, but you don't want to be too obvious because if you do the same thing everybody else does, you you get penalized. So it it looks really cool, and I want to try it because. They sent me a copy. I didn't ask for Asmodee to send me a copy, and, I, and if they'd asked, I would have said, no, I can't play this. It's a three-player minimum game. Who am I going to play it with? Um, and I thought, oh, wait. Well, Gaviola. And um, yep. and maybe the audience. And Jen and audience, wants to yeah. play this. So if this is what we're going to be playing, um, what is it, uh, next Friday, I think? Is that correct? Not this week, but next week, right? Correct, yeah. Yes. Uh, um, it'll be the yeah. first um, R&R and J show. Or RVRVJ, because Jen will show up. She will sit right there. And so it'll be, at the very least, a three-player game. And if we can figure out a way to allow the audience to play as well, I'm not quite sure. It could go to a four-player game. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I'm uh, just. Uh, I, I went over the rules, uh, just the basic rules, yeah. the other day, and I like all I know uh, on my side. I just need a whiteboard, right, just to write yes. down, you know, what my answers would be. Yeah, I'm assuming we could do something similar to for the audience, where you know, someone mans chat, and then they, you know, come up with a they they crowdfund the answer. Yeah, or exactly. Or yeah, I mean, yeah. What, what we did for uh, Savannah, I, I just Savannah. Yep. The, the main thing is, of course, I'll have all the cards laid out in front of me, so Jen and I will be able to see all of them, and I imagine I'll have to like do kind of slow pan over them so that you and maybe the audience can see because everybody has to have access i mean and it's it's one thing to uh you know where, where where's my overhead view you know just to oh that's the wrong button uh you know to say oh look and, and everybody can see the cards but still you want to get in closer right so you want to be able to see all the yeah. detail of the cards so that's going to have to be something that we figure out ahead of time uh i mean you'll need it but uh I mean, but you're actually watch. You can watch through Twitch, but you can also watch through Discord. So you have like a more direct right. line to being seeing what's going on. So we'll figure it out. Oh, and hey, um, thank you very much, Little Buster, for the cheers just this very moment, and more resubs from uh, Cassandra right. Miller. Woohoo! Uh, oh yeah, because well, we're in hype two it. territory. Wow, I mean, we're nice. doing a terrible job of hyping up our hype train. We are the worst hype men ever. <laughs> Um, I do want to uh, shout out uh, to Livin' Dice and Ollie. They're excited about the live R&R in real life over at Dice Tower West uh, happening next month. So, Oh, well, uh, yeah. Is anybody in the audience going to be there? Um, I mean, should we do something special for, for longtime viewers who might actually be there? Or, I, I don't know. Uh, maybe people in real life want to lurk a little bit more and don't want I me. Mean, it's one thing to have your little avatar run yeah. around on the screen. I did see somebody in the chat yeah. ask, what, how are we going to do a battle royale in real life? That's the real question. And we fire up the Star Trek music and just throw everybody a bunch of, uh, I don't know, uh, butter knives and say, go for it. Bone swords and <laughs> yeah. stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. We, we take no responsibility for that, folks, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely uh, um, removes all of, yeah. Um, cool. All right. It seems like everything's going fine, technically. I, I haven't dropped out. I haven't seen any glitches yet. Uh, people are starting to show up. And, uh, yeah, maybe we should yeah. do our job. I mean, there is stuff to give away, is there not? There is stuff to give away. So uh, this week Ooh. we are giving away... Oh, wow. I wish I had... I, I should write this stuff down, honestly, before every episode. Because I don't remember what we're giving away. Was it the Fun Again gift uh, certificate? No. That was the previous week. Uh, this oh, week, it week. Is, it's a double giveaway. Um, because it's the Onitama plus... I can't remember the That's name of the expansion. expansion. Um, which uh, I want to say Light and Shadow, but it's something like that. It's the Ninja. It's the Ninja expansion. No. 
right, it's the, where are you? Come here, you. It is, yeah, there it is. I am right. It's Light and Shadow. It's Onitama plus Light and Shadow. Oh. And that's for people in the U.S. and Canada. And then it was, if I recall correctly, it was the Legacy's big bundle for everybody else. Um, because, oh, wow. Because Arcane Wonders, uh, you know, they, other people publish Onitama in other territories. So Arcane Wonders said, well, this is where mm -hmm. we can publish it. This is where we can send it. So we've got two uh, giveaways to do. Although I was thinking about it. We could just roll the die one and whoever gets it, they get the one or the other. But that's not what we've done in the past. But my life would be so much easier if we did that. But I've already done all the work. Hype train success! We've done it. We've made it. Nice. Somehow this is just happening passively. Thank you. Oh, no. We, okay, we have completed level one. Thank you, everybody. Enjoy All your right. new little Thank emotes you, that you can um, inundate us with. I realized, oh, my new hype train animation of a little train didn't show up. I'm not going to worry about that now. Oh, That's oh really? You have it? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's a cute little cool. thing. I don't know why. I, 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 I don't care at this point. That's the least of my worries. Yeah. So, okay, we <laughs> need to go to... The wheel. Where is the wheel? The browser. Yeah. Okay. So speaking of the wheel, uh, moving forward, like I mean, we'll do it the old, uh, the current way. But moving forward, do you want to just do the one um, spin for? <sighs> well, yeah. This ha sometimes contents? we have sponsors who, I mean, you know, this has been the case with Arcane Wonders, and I think somebody else had a similar issue where, look, we can only ship to you know North America basically, and so then we have to line up too. Yeah. And I I'll be honest. I mean, oh well, here's the deal, folks. I don't know if you knew this. I literally look at every single email that is sent to contest at rado.com because a lot of folks, well, a lot of people just leave it blank. Some people, you know, give information that it turns out I don't really need, uh, but some people literally just say nice things. I mean, actually, somebody gave you advice for allergies, as I recall, and I forwarded that to you, didn't I? I did get that. Yes. I was like, wow, that's really nice of someone to send that advice. I yeah. was like, oh my gosh. So I'm, I'm already reading all of them, the hundreds of them that come in, but um, it's one step extra to, okay, now, now let me um, parse them and make sure one goes into one directory or the other. I was trying to use um, Outlook filters for a while, but the problem is U.S., there's like 50 different ways you can say the United States of America. And one of them is the letters oh. U.S. And if I do a, a thing for that, anybody from Australia, because it has a U.S. in it, will go into the wrong folder. So I pretty much have to manually Ooh. sort them. I did it. And once I've done that, I mean, it just means we, we spin two dials. I don't know. We'll worry about wow. that in the future because we have daunted okay. the people long enough. This is for the uh, Legends giveaway, <laughs> folks. Uh, and it is the bigger. It's yeah. about two-thirds of all the entries. Interestingly, uh, Rel... Over two-thirds of the entries are not in the United States and Canada, which was very surprising really? to me when I actually sat down that and looked is, at it. That um, is surprising. Yeah. Well, I mean, wow. to be fair, a lot of people just didn't say. They, they didn't put their country in. And in those cases, okay, well, I've got to defer to legacies then because if you're not in America, you couldn't get the Onitama thing. So, I mean, there's going to be some people uh, like that. But, I mean, we have... I, I would say, honestly, we probably have a more international audience than uh, most board game YouTubers. Outside, and I, it's probably because I was in Europe for so long that I... But I don't know. Who right. knows? It's neither here nor there. I'm going to put the button because we still continue to toy and taunt with them. Who gets the uh, Legacies uh, Super yeah. Mega Deluxe Bundle? Let's see who's going to win this thing. Ryan. Just Ryan. Uh, there was like two Ryans after him. And they actually could be give us their last right, name, but nope, the mysterious Ryan, Ryan. Ryan. Um, like Madonna, uh, is the one who wins it. Ryan, whoever you may be, wherever you may be, I will contact you soon. And now, let me go on ahead and get Ryan like Madonna, congrats. Yes, Ryan like Madonna. That is how you'll be known from here on out. All right, so that was the oh worldwide audience. Now let me get the uh, Canada-US audience. 
I could say North America, but I, I can't include Mexico. Um, because mm. I, I don't, I mean, Arcane Wonders doesn't ship to Mexico, apparently. So anyway, that's fine, it's fine, it's fine. All right, so there we go. I've got a new list. I need to uh, delete that. I need to paste that list. And then when we come back to the browser, you will notice you can clearly see people's names now. Uh, okay. Because, I mean, yeah. one thing, the only uh, you, you have a much bigger shot at winning Onitama because the majority of the entries this week went to that. So let's see who wins it. Lots well, more like a... All right. Good luck, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. 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 Is it going to be Jean Fressaw? Jean Fressaw makes it. Sorry, Jason. I can actually see the names of the right. people who lost and the people who almost got it. So, Jean, congratulations. <laughs> um, boy, I need to double check that. That sounds like somebody who's not in the United States. Or no, Canada. Canada. He's probably in Canada, is my guess, with, yeah. a, with, a, with yeah. such a yeah. uh, French name. If not, I right. made a terrible Toronto, mistake. Toronto, perhaps, or, yeah. Yep. I mean, we don't want to dox anyone, but yeah. That, that's, <laughs> no, that's true. Well. Yes. Uh, I'm sure there's a yeah. bunch of, of Jean-Francois out there, though. Exactly. Congratulations, friends. Yes, Enjoy congratulations, the games. Um, and Ryan. Uh, we'll be having a, a very, very cool giveaway this week. Um, uh, mind management. Because, Ooh. yeah, it just relaunched Ooh. today. And it's going to, I think they put some new stuff in it as well. And, uh, you know, okay. we weren't, the, when the last time I covered mine, the first time it was on Kickstarter, we hadn't done this show yet. So, uh, you know, when, when I saw they were launching again, I reached out, hey, we, we didn't give you a chance to do this because we didn't exist at the time. Would you want to? And they said, yes, that'd be fantastic. So they just launched today. And I mean, have you played Mind Management? I haven't. And I need to play Yeah, I bet game, you're jealous, right? Um yeah. Totally jealous. Everybody who's played it agrees with what I said almost two years ago. It's the best hidden movement game there ever was. Um, or at least I, I it's made a lot that's, of people's a lot of people have responded. Yep, this is the best one. I can yep. fire all that's others because it's so good. And we'll be giving away a copy nice. of that next week and we'll be uh, doing all that. Uh, but that's in the show. Right, so we've done one important thing. We have uh, fulfilled our contractual obligations and given away free stuff. Yeah. Thank you for watching, everybody. Yeah. Um, and yeah. we now have other less binding obligations. What are on the list? Okay. We still have an outstanding argument. We need to do some morale ranking. Uh, we have a there can be only one. Oh, Dino Corgi has a very nasty there can be only one. And then we have two Ruel ranks. So, okay. I still don't have a good thing to argue about. Do you? I, I don't either, and I feel like we should um, do the uh, either real. We could do some ranking, and we can do some this or that. But we really need to, yeah. Offline, we need to figure out some kind something yes. we can argue about. Yeah, right? I keep thinking, oh, I'll well, just worry actually, about. We'll worry about when we go live, and then when we're live, we just yeah. literally are. It's the last thing we can think of because we're just trying to keep yeah. the show going. And okay. I'm thinking, like, uh, I mean, Book of Boba Fett, like, I can, we can talk about that, but I feel like we just, you know, we go back to Star Wars and Star Trek all the time. Like, and, we and gotta Marvel. think of some. Yeah. And Marvel. I, and yeah, and so that'd be easy. We'll, I mean, we'll I'm try sure we could find plenty of things to argue about. Um, yep. I mean, an easy one. I mean, we just did a best Star Trek movie. We should totally do best Star Wars and best Marvel. I mean, we, those are easy yeah. topics. I don't know. I mean, yeah, uh, if yeah. the audience is fine with that, I'll do that because I can do that all day long yeah. to uh, quote. Yeah, we could do that. Um, okay. or be best best quotes from the MCU. I, there we go. Uh, <laughs> that would actually be a tough one. I have so many um, quotes I love. But that's, but um, I mean, in the meantime, we do, still don't have that topic. Got to get better about this. Yeah. You, you think we've been doing Mr. this for over half a year point. now. Yeah. Uh, they say that this or that helps find arguments. So that's, that's a good way to do it. We do a bunch of this or that's and that'll, you know, 
watching maybe something comes up that's a good point that's a good point um and hello meeple solitarios uh welcome to the party everybody we're just chitting we're just chatting um in probably about a half an hour or so or less we'll actually start the show proper where we'll be doing our the first chapter of our top 100 games uh but for now Mm -hmm. we are fulfilling outstanding uh requests from the audience yeah let's see here oh uh, real quick i like this uh goblin uh I, i love this uh Best event in the Olympics, or do you agree on that? Like, if you're talking Winter Olympics, I know my favorite, and I, I'm thinking gamers. Uh, okay, uh, we'll do it in three, two, one. Three, two, one. Ice skating, curling, <laughs> curling. Come on, curling. Curling is like real life crokinole. That's what curling is, but with like brooms and ice and stuff. I, Love it. I, I I can't argue with that. I mean, I guess that's a valid argument. If people want to see us argue about the best winter Olympic sport, um, I could sir. Uh, okay, I'm gonna put that to the test. I'm gonna Let's fire up a. Do you want? All right, uh, it's just a simple poll. New poll. Two entries. Should okay. we argue Olympics? Uh Yes, no, silly. Yes, there you go. Please, all right. So friends, so, yeah, vote on you, that. You vote, remember, if, if you, you like that subject, um, oh, did I set it up right? Yes, there are two entries. Yes, there are. Yep. It's okay. So you let us know if uh if that's actually a valid. Did it appear? Yeah. Oh, and okay. folks, remember you can spend your Rado points, uh, channel points on that to influence the vote. So yes, you can. I, I may have spent a few po- points myself personally. So <laughs> <laughs> you always you always threaten that. Do you actually do it? I actually do. I, there was one uh, a few weeks or yeah, a few weeks ago. I, I spent like a couple of hundred points, I think, on uh, influencing a, a vote. But here I've just dropped uh, ten points. But uh oh, so, someone's well, it's, it's going. It could well. go either way. Yeah. No, silly is making a comeback, but yes, apparently people want to hear about. It. Of course, it is a it is an appropriately timely thing, isn't it? Is, are the are the I, I'm I'm tangentially aware the Olympics are going on, and considering yeah, it's February, I guess it must be winter. Yeah, it, it's funny because it is, and uh, it wasn't. Michelle and I had no idea they were going on until the other day. Um, I have the there, there's an app for NBC, uh, Peacock, the Peacock app, mm-hmm. and it's only because of that app it uh, notification showed, hey, the Winter Olympics are starting. I'm like, Winter Olympics? Didn't we just have the Summer Olympics? You know, I, I thought it was like a spaced uh, between like a couple of years, but because the Summer Olympics was moved back a year, now we're having like successive years with Olympics. So that's why I think everyone's thrown off. And I don't know. I just I feel honestly I feel like NBC hasn't really pushed it. At least I haven't seen much coverage on it, except for through the app or you know it's their streaming service or whatever, um, Peacock. So I'll, I'll, you know, I'll embarrass myself and admit I don't even know what country it's in. I have so it not is, paid attention. Wait, no, wait. Yeah, is it China? I would not have known that. Uh, it is Beijing. Yes. Okay, it is. All right. Oh yeah. I guess I did kind, of, but yeah. I mean, off the top of my head, I guess I had some kind of just very vague through the ether background awareness of it as you can see folks um i'll argue and apparently we will yes please wins it with 52 percent. it was a narrow one right up to the end yeah somebody probably waited till the last second and just jammed all their points in or something like that but hey people on both sides can do that um and this is just a way to reward (laughs) you if you're a longtime viewer of the show of course you could progressively earn more and more points so you can use them um okay so we're gonna have an an argument about the best winter olympic sport let me update the uh r and r and r argument 
Control S. Alrighty. Um, I'll, 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 I'll give you the floor. Hey, well, okay. what, what do you think is the best uh, event in the Winter Olympics? By far, the greatest event in Winter Olympics in all of history is curling. And what? Uh, here's why. As, as a gamer, I love Crokinole. Crokinole is one of my all-time favorite games. It is the greatest dexterity game. And curling is basically <laughs> Crokinole on ice in real life with people pushing this big stone all the way across a piece of ice. And you can use a broom, apparently, to uh, to, to, uh, to affect the it. path, I believe, of the, of the stone. The path, yes. yeah. Like, I guess it, the friction or whatever. I, I don't know. I, it's magic to me. And I love seeing it. it. I love it because it's so... It, it's one of those things I did not consider it a sport for years. Mm-hmm. Until, rec- until I got into board games. And I was like, okay, this is totally a, a game, a sport. And I love how passionate they are. Um, you know, curlers are. I believe that's the there term, is, curlers. Uh, there is a huge amount of passion for this out there. I, I can yeah, certainly agree with that. A, yeah, and I had no idea. So this is a, a lot of it. This is new to me. And again, it's Crokinole in real life. I love Crokinole. I love seeing on ice, and that's why it is the greatest Winter Olympic sport ever. <laughs> and this is coming from a guy who used to think that hockey was the you know. So I've totally I've done a one eighty. Yeah, there's I, a I, lot I love... of other options over Crokinole. Um, I there's will counter that. No, of course. Well, first of all, I'll ask you. Hey, Ruel, how many major motion pictures are there about curling? Uh, not enough. They yes. Need to, they, um, what does that tell you? Um, certainly in the zeitgeist, uh, Cutting Edge and I, Tanya are phenomenal films. And uh, ice skating is, it is, I would go so far as to say it is less of a sport than an art form. Uh, it is literally a I thing of beauty. Yeah. Um, you know the choreography. You know whether it's solos or pairs skating, uh, especially pairs skating. Two people working together, coming. I mean, it is the best of what humanity has to offer. Us pushing our bodies and our minds uh, as far as we can to create beautiful moving images with, with with just us. I mean, it's I mean it's literally stripped down to almost nothing and just humanity at its barest uh most obvious. and it's a uh, it's it's a positive game. It is a uh, it is a game of creation. It is a game where um you know people celebrate other people's victories unless you go watch Itania, of course. Um we'll <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that little thing aside, but there's incredible drama as well. Uh, you know, I mean, the fact that knowing while you're watching at any second, you could slip and fall and um, just lose everything. And it's on literally a knife's edge. So, I mean, when you're watching, you're, you're, you're pulled in two directions. You're the, the, the beauty and the majesty and the awe-inspiring, um, you know, wonder that they engender. But every second you're like, oh, but they could fall. No, oh, did they fall? Oh, they didn't. Curling doesn't give you anything like that. Uh, curling is, uh, and, and honestly, your main f- pro, pro argument that it's, it's, it's like Crokinole. Hey, in Crokinole, we flick, you know, what, five or six times a minute. In curling, you get one flick every five minutes, right? That's what makes it so much more dramatic. You know, <laughs> this one stone going across the ice, will it make it to that spot? And, and like, with how far they're pushing it, I mean, it's incredible how accurate they are. I mean... Uh, talk about skill to get that stone exactly in the middle, and then they—they—it's they, called curling because they launch these uh, stones and they have a uh, like a spin on it. And to when they start using the brooms, that that like eliminates part of the spin. So you can sort of you can I I just to me it's magic how they can maneuver these stones across this long sheet of ice, and it takes a while to get there, and yet they can still manage to hit the bullseye nearly every time, or they can hit the other opponent's stones to take them out. 
I, I, it's a thing of beauty to me. And no, skating is beautiful. I am going to give you that. It is absolutely, it is like art. I'm going to interrupt again, you for a second and say, welcome, Book of Nerds rating party. What have you just walked wings. into? Not board game talk. We're arguing. <laughs> What's the best Olympic sport? Um, ice skating or curling? Please continue. Yes, thank you. And that was, uh, as I was saying, the greatest uh, sport in Winter Olympic history is uh, curling. Because, I mean, uh, for those of you who just join us, I mean, think about it. Crokinole on ice, it's the greatest thing ever. Now, I'm actually going to bring this up. What do you, I, I, you know, I nearly picked this one. I almost picked the biathlon. And the reason why is because to me it seems so random. But the biathlon is basically people skiing and then they have a shotgun or a rifle and they shoot targets to me. How do you come up with that sport? I, I love it. It's just so random. <laughs> I'm like, sure there's a very interesting around and shoot story. stuff. Although, honestly, I mean, I would imagine the origin story for, well, I guess curling, curling's not too far removed from bowling or, or stuff like that. Whereas, yeah, right. yeah I mean, I, well, certainly it wasn't in ancient Greece or were people running around with bows and arrows and, and jogging for a while and then having to hit targets. I don't know. Perhaps. Um, yeah. I will grant you that, I mean, I, I do not want to diminish the uh, the sport of curling. I can imagine, I, I, I can't imagine, but I would guess there's a huge amount of skill involved. And it is really interesting. It's a very odd and quirky team sport as well. Um, but you right. are telling me you would rather watch two hours of a thing moving very slowly with a bunch of people frantically sweeping as opposed to uh, it's got you know, ice game where it's got music, it's got spectacle, it's got risk and danger, it's got dizzying highs and lows. I think there's no choice about it. I, I think if you really think about it, you'll have to agree there's a better way to spend a couple of hours. No two ways about it. Now, you, you and by the way, we're going to let the audience start voting on that. Um, who won yes. this? Who won, folks? But I'll, let, I'll give you the final yeah. word while people are voting. Thank you. Final word is you just asked me if I would spend two hours watching curling or watching ice game. I literally just spent two hours watching curling the other day. So there's your okay. answer, folks. It was the best two hours ever. <laughs> <laughs> I like how Nazgoth points out we chose uh, literally the worst the two sports. <laughs> Then oh, Nasgoth, your Nasgoth. vote counts more than anyone else. Who, wh- who which of us convinced yes. you that if you got to watch one of them, which one is it going to be? <laughs> <laughs> let's hear it, Nasgoth. Who do you got? Yep. Um, let's see here. Okay, so they're voting on that. We've done it. I, I, we, we actually argued about something, and I actually feel pretty strongly about wow. that. I'm... That you're wrong, yeah. but uh, <laughs> we, we, we have made good on the request. Oh, this was Nasgoth who made that request. He made this request, and he was. Uh, oh, I'm sure perfect. he voted against this particular topic. <laughs> Probably. Uh, that's wow, uh, D. Right Waltz you, points out that the biathlon comes from winter patrols during World War II. Really? Wow. And you know, I was just—I I can think of something. I can tie it back to a previous topic. Remember, we talked about True Lies, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, yes, Jamie Lee Curtis. There's that scene in the opening scene when he uh, infiltrates, you know, the the big party, yeah. and then they're leaving, and they're on skis, and they some of those the the baddies have shotguns and rifles sure, and yes. uzis and stuff and they're shooting yeah they're shooting at arnold so they're that's your real life biathlon right there <laughs> spies apparently are in the biathlon <laughs> okie doke let's see how, how is the voting going oh man you are you okay. are you are sweeping it you currently okay man 75 percent see of what the you votes. did there sweeping it <laughs> oh man have you convinced me Perfect. subconsciously Perfect. did you turn me around wow <laughs> uh, Oh. I, I, my wife is going to be so disappointed when she learns that I was not able to mount a, a meaningful defense of literally one of the most beautiful things humans do in the world. 
And instead, oh, we're just throwing a rock and seeing if we can hit a bullseye. Yay! <laughs> and you win it with 90% of the vote. Oh, I'm going to chalk that up to the oh. fact that, uh, I, I mean, I guess I should have played up the board game angle a little bit more. Maybe. You know, Duck and Death does bring up a good point, though. I have a, uh, They have a hard time uh, seeing judged performances as sports. So that is a, that is a good point. I mean, because there's an right? implicit... Um, well, I mean, there, there isn't judging. In, in, so, if anything, ice skating, because, because there's subjective opinions. There are judges. I mean, there's no yeah, judges in curling, exactly. right? Right. Yeah. Although, I think the question was, we were uh, arguing what was the best event. I mean... Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like curling, I mean, it's literally... I mean, you see where the bullseye is, and it's either in or out. Yeah. You know, whereas... You know, skating, yeah, how do you uh, judge, you know, artistic performance? You literally right? gave totally- 100% of your focus for two hours to, and probably over the course of those two hours, probably 10 stones went down the lane, and then it was a whole bunch of talking about stones. You literally did that. Now, okay, uh, you asked me, you said, uh, did I watch it for two hours? Yes. You just said, did I give my 100% attention? <laughs> no, it wasn't 100%. Come on. I was playing games while I was watching. If you had been <laughs> clockworked oranged, for two hours, um, you know, strapped to the chair, eyeballs, and um, you know, then what are you going to watch for two yeah. hours? Uh, neither sport, honestly. <laughs> you have other problems at that point, <laughs> like, I imagine. Yes, okay, exactly. <laughs> well, oh, that nice. was an offbeat one. That was certainly an okay. offbeat topic. Okay, uh, let's that do some ranking. Yeah. Let me, let me, uh, let me. Fi- yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. Let me find ye old. Ruel, uh, where are you? The Ruel Gaviola Library. I have a shortcut yeah. to it someplace. Gaviola Library, Rado. There it is. Boom. Gaviola Library. Okay. Coming back to the browser. And, um, oh, okay. as you can see, I was looking up the names of movies because uh, I could not remember for the life of me the name of Cutting Edge. And, um, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. And I thought you were going to engage me on that battlefield and I was ready to go, but then you didn't. You, oh, just, yeah. you left me hanging. So that was kind of disappointing. All right, let's. Well, I'm I'm appreciative of the fact that not only did you do the the '80s movie Cutting Edge, but the I Tonya movie is actually sort of recent. I was yes. like, okay, oh yeah, I've, I've, it's got the last five years. It's a fantastic recent. movie for folks who haven't seen it. It, it is. I, I agree. And honestly, uh, I can't say if done. if Cutting Edge is a fantastic movie either. But um, we watched it. We were in our what tw- our twenties, and Jen really liked it. And I thought, oh yeah, this is you know, is I mean, I I found it much more engaging. And um, anyway though, yeah. So you need to pick a game to rank. And uh, okay, let's scroll down. How's this sorted? How is this sorted? I need to sort by user rankings, things you haven't ranked. And we'll put those at the top. Okay. Do you... All right. So tell me when you see a few things you would actually like to rank. Um, let me... Uh, and I will prepare the poll because people will pick what they're going to rank. Oh, this is interesting. Um, oh, I don't need... I need a new... Oh, I need to be reminded of my terrible Actors. previous poll. In wow. that poll. Could not end the poll. View results. Are you not going to let me make a poll? Delete the poll. You can't delete the poll. End the poll. Can't end the poll. Create a poll. Can't because the previous one is still going. All right. Let's see if I can really? right, refresh. Perhaps That's that'll weird. fix it. But do, are you not wanting to rank any of those? Um. Yeah. Scroll down a little bit, please. All right. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, 
you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Wow, I don't see anything I want to rank right now. All right. All right, hold on a second. Uh, you just want to rank things you played recently. Let me sort them by last modified, so stuff that's relatively fresh. Okay. Although I would, I would have loved to see you rank. Uh, you know, I would, I would have been curious. Would the audience have preferred you rank poker or chess? That would have been an interesting Ooh. question to me. Oh, I, I would, I would rank. I'll too rank late. Those. You threw it away, poker man. You threw it all away. Oh, that's already too late. I had my shot and I blew it. Actually, it's not too late. I okay. can still type in poker or chess if you want. Yeah. All right, poker. poker or chess. Chess, and then okay, two classics and a new one. And what do you want to bet the audience will choose the new thing? Yeah. So pick one. Pick a new um, thing. Um, uh, Pakal. 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 Which is kind of a classic. Uh, you know, it is a reinvention it, of a classic. All right. It folks. does feel like a classic. Yes. No. Oh, and remember, right, there were two requests. So the first and the second are going to win. So what? Basically, what everybody's oh. voting for is what gets left. What gets kicked to the curb. Are you going to kick chess? Yeah. Are you going to kick poker? Or are you going to kick Pakal? That's interesting. <laughs> I I genuinely don't know which way the audience will go. I, um, I don't either. We're going to find out. Well, currently, it's 100% for chess. Yeah. And Pakal is now in wow, second place really? with only one vote. Um, oh, okay. All right. Where's our poker players at? Come on, poker players. They're showing up. But right now, it's a, it's a race for second. Because chess, chess took an early and commanding lead. Wow. All right, poker is making a comeback. <laughs> okay, poker is. Okay, cool. I think, uh, I think the audience well is now wanting to spite me because I said, of course, they're going to pick the new thing. But I noticed <laughs> you, didn't pick, you didn't pick Return to Dark Tower. I didn't. Yes. Um, only because I've only played it once. The, oh, okay. the new version, I've only played it once. So I, I would like to play it more. I thought you were doing it just <laughs> to try to you know, give the, uh, the, the oldie moldies a, a little bit of a boost by giving them a game that's like, has anyone even heard of Pakal? No offense to Pakal. It's, right. it's a neat little game, too. Although, I'm pretty sure we've talked about it on the channel at one point, didn't we? We like, did. Yeah. And, you know, um, you know, after we talked about it, uh, the publisher was kind enough to send me a copy. And Michelle and I just live-streamed it, like, uh, two weeks ago, I think. Did you dig it? Dig it? I did. We, we enjoyed it. We liked it. Um, poker, chess. Okay, there's actually... Oh, my gosh. Pakal is making a huge resurgence. What, what is happening? Wow. Because poker is getting kicked to the curb. What is happening what here? Happened? Oh, it's, it's trying to come so back. So it's either chess or Pakal? What has oh happened? My goodness, folks. I mean, this is the audience wow. uh, making uh, judgments. That is really surprising. Yeah. And chess is still okay, maintaining its clear balance. Oh, poker's making a last-ditch effort to try to turn it around. That's me. Spend this is points, unexpected. Folks. And Pakal takes the number one spot. Whoa. Look. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. Now is that because Both we started talking about one it? One point over chess. What is, the? Is, is that because we started talking about it a little bit and how it'd be on the so. show before? I, 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 and, I don't know. I mean, maybe yeah. we skewed the stats there a little bit. But okay, hey Ruel, how do you rank Pakal? Let's uh, let's go back and Pakal. talk about it because the audience has spoken. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Uh, chess lost. Yeah. Chess, chess lost, lost by one single vote, right? Oh, yes, and you just said oh by gosh. one vote. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Those chess players, they got a little complacent. They yeah. thought we have this in the bag. And maybe next time. They thought they okay. could see six moves ahead, but it turns out they couldn't. <laughs> they need to readjust their rating, their chess ranking. Uh, the Queen's Gambit did not work. The Queen, yes, okay, the so. Queen's Gambit failed. Um, all right. We're going to rank uh, Pakal. Yeah, tell us a little bit uh, about Pakal. Pakal. That's a colorful game. Yeah. 
it, it is a very colorful game. Um, Michelle and I really enjoyed this because it's like one, it literally is one of those sliding puzzles. Like back in the day, you had the numbers, you had to try to get them uh, all uh, numerically uh, in order. But this one takes it a, a little more gamery where you're trying to collect uh, certain sets of icons here and you know the theme is basically pasted on but it, it's a, a cute little theme you're going through uh, the jungle trying to get to the lost temple here and it's a real-time game it has this real-time element where you try to uh, uncover the um, icons uh, that are on the mission cards there and I think it's 45 seconds for the uh, standard uh, game then you can play the advanced for like 30 seconds um, and then what, what's interesting is when you do it co correctly uh, the first player to do it takes a scoring tile off the board, and then that scoring tile oh. will uh, signify how far you move on to the uh, scoring track. So, if I take one, if I if I panic and I take a scoring track that is on the actual um, the icons that have, you've revealed, you don't move a space. You have to take the scoring tile that is not used on the uh, goal of mission tile, which is a really interesting twist. And uh, I know Michelle and I, we, we got a little frazzled at times, but it was a fun way to get frazzled. Um, but I see there's a sand game. timer here. I assume that's optional. Yes. Uh, that is, uh, we, we just, they have an app. We just use the app. And the app, oh, so, the but app no, cool it is a real-time game then. There's no non-real-time yeah. version? Uh, there, I, I mean, you can play it non-real-time. Um, yeah. I don't know if there, it was actually specifically set in the rules. I don't remember. But we like the real-time element because, um, it, I mean, it's just it's a cute little puzzle that you can do in, you know, 30, 30, 45 seconds. It's not that hard, but it does get more difficult because as you move along, the player in the lead, it has a nice little catch-up mechanism where the player in the lead, they have to replace one of their little tiles with a clear one. And by mm. placing clear ones there, it's more difficult to, you know, hide the other symbols. Because all the symbols are on your Ooh. board, on your little thing. Yeah. That's what the... So, I, I knew there were you, clear tiles. I did not quite understand. That is actually very yeah. cool. So, like, in it, this picture, really this player has a few clear tiles. Yes. Oh, I so see. So, it's more difficult to just... You have to show the exactly three icons. You cannot have any other uh, icons shown. So, you're going to have to, like, try to cover those with your, um, you know, solid tiles. That's what really made this game for us. Um, that just that fact that you know, because there's always gonna be someone that can like uh, you know leap forward or ahead. How do you catch up to that? It's because of those clear tiles, and that's how they they um, work that problem. We thought it was really clever. I I think it's a, a cute little game, uh, fun filler. I'm gonna rank it seven point two five. Seven point two five. Here's my big question for yeah. you. I was curious about it, but uh, honestly, those sliding puzzles just drive me batty. Is this game going to turn me around on those kinds of sliding puzzles? Uh, no, it's not going to turn you around. Um, you have to like these type of puzzles. Um, I, I think give it a shot one time, but uh, honestly, I, I don't see anyone that's not into this type because it is an abstract at its heart, sure. and it is a sliding puzzle. There's no ways around it, um, especially when you throw in the real time. That might even make it a little uh, a little more crazy for yeah. you as well. I am so, really surprised yeah, they don't... do not. I mean, I would actually probably ding them a little bit for not including in the rules... Hey, if you if it really makes you uncomfortable to play real time, here's here's how we officially recommend you don't do that. If they, if they did not include yeah. that, I would actually probably ding them a bit, which means I would disagree yeah. with you here. And um, right. and thank you, right. audience, for pointing out that during this entire thing, it still said an R and argument down below, and they were waiting for us to come to blows over Pakal. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I have since updated it. Thank you, audience. There it is. Thank right. you. Yes, yeah. there it is. A solid little game, seven point two five as Pakal. Yeah, if, if you're if if you're looking for, I mean, I I can only imagine if you like real time and you like uh, those sliding puzzles, it's a no brainer. I mean, 
It seems like yeah. a, a very cool idea, especially the putting transparent things in. That's that is very very neat. Yeah, that that's what uh, elevated it for us. So yeah, seven point two five. Okay, um, what do we have next? All right, I, actually, um, I'm updating poker. my uh, ranking right now. Poker. I don't think you have to describe yeah. poker. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to describe it. What I'm going to talk about is I used to play poker uh, back in the day. Um, I, it, it was my game night for decades, Rado. Like every week, uh, friends, family, whoever we would. I mean, it's still played at Let me family ask you parties. This. Is you know, it because you grew up yeah. watching The Odd Couple? The Odd Couple? My gosh, no. <laughs> it has nothing to do with The Odd Couple. Okay. Uh, again, that, everything I know about poker, like, I learned from the TV series The Odd Couple, because it seems like every wow, other episode there was a scene where they were yeah. all playing, and I didn't understand what it was as a, as a small child in the seventies. Yeah. So, did you play poker growing up? Did no, you, no, no, no. I mean, no. I, I guess I understood the basics. Uh, yeah. But I, I, I don't think there was anything my I don't, my family wouldn't have had a problem with it. But we yeah, yeah. we just didn't. What did we play? I mean, we yeah. uh, mostly a lot of Klondike Solitaire when it boils right down to it. I don't think we played any communal. We didn't play Whist oh, okay. or any of that kind of stuff, really. Okay. Yeah, well, Whist would be like, isn't that more of like an East Coast thing or Midwest thing? Because I know there's <laughs> I don't know. different regions. Yeah. <laughs> like like a lot of the uh, you know uh, bridge and stuff, those bridge variants. I know East and Midwest are uh, very big on those. Poker, though, it, it's just been part of my entire life. Uh, it's okay. It, at its heart, it's set collection and bluffing, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's all. Wow, nice uh, mechanisms uh, summary. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, uh, it's, oh I, and, and hand management. <laughs> Let's say. And hand management. That, that is correct. <laughs> hand management's a big part. And player elimination. Um, that, that's right, yeah. Uh, yeah. What would you call it? Yeah, that's, it's totally player elimination. Well, yeah, when you run out of money, broke. you're eliminated. Yeah, but that's it. You're gone. Unless there's an ATM nearby. Um, wow. How do I rank this? This has played such a big part of my life. And it, it's still like, you know, when I get together with my brothers, you know, it's always we're going to play poker. You know, it's just one of those things. Let it's... me ask you. I, here's what I don't understand about poker. I under, Like I said, my literal understanding of poker is mostly old-style poker. Everybody's sitting around. Everybody has their hand of cards and just goes around betting. But it seems like that is completely forgotten to the annals of time because it's all about Texas Hold'em. It's all about that communal river and the flop, and everybody only has two cards instead of what's in this picture. Um, one, when you say that poker's been a big part of your life, is it whatever you call traditional, hey, you just got a hand of cards poker, or is it modern, hot, sexy, exciting poker that everybody goes about on about now? A little bit of uh, both, because uh, years ago when we first started playing, yes, it was standard like five card draw, and then we play games with wild cards and stuff like that. But then, yes, once the uh, poker boom happened back in two thousand three, I think, with uh, Chris Moneymaker and the World Series of Poker. Oh my! You know your stuff. Um, no limit Texas Hold'em. That's the one that really why? brought it to. Can the you tell level. me why it's so much better? Why it because... has taken the world by storm and nobody talks about? The kind of poker that used to be cowboys played in the saloon in all the old West movies. Yeah. The no limit, uh, the, those two words right there, no limit. The fact that at any point in the game, you can lose your entire bankroll is the thing that sets it apart from standard poker. Really? So, so it's poker, not about have... the public of, publicly available <clears throat> river of cards. It's not about the mechanisms. It's about the risk factor. The risk factor is the hugest part of it, yeah. And and then, yeah, the, you can talk about the different, you know, there's some cards that are exposed, some cards aren't. But there are other games that do that, such as seven-card stud. Uh, mm. But in those games, you have a predetermined uh, uh, form of betting. Whereas No Limit Poker, I can bet 
anything I want to, up to including all the chips in front of me. And that's what makes it exciting. Because there's, it's fun to bluff your friends. You know, hey, I just put in, you know, whatever amount of chips. And to me, so here's the thing. I, I thought I would like social deduction games because of the bluffing factor. But the bluffing to me doesn't have the same risk as losing your money in front of you. You know, there's just, there's this implicit, like, I can literally lose all this money here. Whereas if I'm playing a social deduction game, it doesn't, I don't know, it just doesn't carry that that yeah. weight of I'm going to lose this in front of me. So for that reason alone, poker in all its beautiful forms, I'm going to rank it a nine. We're going way up to nine. It I, is a nine. I, you know, it, it, it speaks for itself. It's hard to argue with that. Um, yeah. I, I, I'll allow it because what, what would it take for it to get a 10? Um, me not losing my money. <laughs> there you go. Okay. I was going to say player age. Because it's a pain in the ass to remember what's better, a straight or a full house and all that crap. It's yeah. a, there's a, there's a not insignificant learning curve to that game when it boils right down to it. Yeah. The learning the learning curve is very expensive. Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Much more so than your typical dry, dusty euro, which I guess is where yes. I'm going to stay. All right. You yeah. have ranked oh. two games. A very new one and a very, very old one. Um, but yeah. before we go, a shout out. Um, because... Let's see. Uh, Ruckus says, since Chess lost, here's a shout out for Pakosako, also known as Peace Chess, a beautifully designed chess variant without capturing. It deserves way more attention, says Pakosako. Uh, folks, if you pay enough money, you'll get me to say anything you want. And if, if Ruckus could have, you could have said, I personally, Rado, believe it is the superior form. I would have said it. But um, no, that's really interesting. Peace Chess. I think I've heard the I, term Paco Sacco, but I don't know I, anything about it. But so it's more about positioning and trying to maybe push stuff aside. Have you heard of Paco Sacco? I have not, and that, that's I'm wondering. Like, does the crowds? I mean, the boards stay that crowded the entire game? Because isn't that part of the chess is like to eliminate those pieces to open up more things? I I don't know. I don't know, but I am literally genuinely intrigued so that was an excellent use of a shout out because you've certainly gotten my attention ruckus um yeah yeah. let's see oh and speaking of ruckus he also points out people wouldn't watch that much poker if all the cards were hidden isn't that i have heard that the biggest thing that has really more than anything else led to such an explosion of the popularity of poker is this camera right down here yep that, that before that, that nobody cared. Yeah. Right. That is it exactly. A hundred percent. It's that the technology. That's what you know, because it is exciting to see, okay, this player has that, they're betting that, this player yeah, it, that's totally what it was as far as uh, getting poker uh to the uh, uh the new heights that it's reached is uh, the technology is mm. definitely it. Okay. Well, um it we have been here for fifty two minutes. We've ranked some stuff. Wow. We've argued about nothing of great importance. Um <laughs> But at least it wasn't Star Wars, Star Trek, or um, uh, Marvel, or Marvel. Uh, Marvel superheroes. So I, I still feel good about it. We actually should do what we came to do, which is start counting down our top 100 games of all time. Uh, but it. we're, we're going to need a secret word. What's the secret word? Oh, uh, and let me look at the games that I'm going to talk about. Can we talk about... Um, you got anything we can... 
Oh, I see. I, actually, I need to get my list of secret words up, so I'm ready. Yeah. And we're, we're uh, literally just let's talking see. about Stuff we've just been going on that would fit into any of that. People are suggesting snow, ice, cold, Olympics, Paco Saco. Oh, yeah. uh, oh uh, uh, Rucka <laughs> says Olympics. in Paco Saco, the figures merge. Oh. I am getting more intrigued by this Paco Saco by the second. I hope I'm saying it right. Uh, it's not so it looks That's like. That's interesting. Wow. So, like, if you capture your opponent's piece... Now, does your piece get stronger? Or? I don't know. That's I am genuinely, genuinely I am intrigued as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, perhaps in the future, we'll find it on your list, and you'll have to rank it after you've uh, played oh. it. Uh, Paco Saka Robots, says Kabuki Kid. Let's see here. Um, poker or bluffing? The, Winter the games I'm talking uh, about curling. don't really have anything that lends itself to that. Same. Uh, uh hmm. Let's see. Um, I mean, I could sneak in winter somewhere. Yeah. 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 Well, I won't say no if I don't have to do it. Hey, it's less work for me. I'm not going to complain. Okay. Okay. All right. Is that is that it? Yeah. Are we going for winter? Winter Let's is coming? It. Winter. Winter is the word, folks. Uh, have you heard about the bird? Everybody knows that winter is the word. Okay. Um, oh, they're saying oh, now you come in fl- flush and straight. Yes, I mean straight would have been. I could oh. probably put straight in someplace. I mean, how could you, straight's just such a simple word to put in in a million different ways? But you've already you've committed yeah. to winter. It's too late. The Winter's Winter Olympics winter. was the first winter thing we talked coming. about. It's winter, and it's one less thing to worry about. Okay, so we are almost. Although actually, we have been we've been so wrapped up in each other. Let's uh. See if there's any important stuff we have missed. Any, uh, yeah. I mean, this is an audience participation show, and um, we've been giving them I voting know. rights, and they've been surprising the heck out of us. But are there any important things we should highlight while I get ready? Because I need to get um, URLs and stuff set up. Yeah. Let's see, what is it I need? Oh, uh, Naskov asks a, a question right here. Um, what's the top ten about today? Have uh, we announced it? We we didn't announce mm-hmm. it, right? Oh, you you uh, we did, but um, yeah yeah so. Nasgoth and everyone here in chat, um, we're actually doing the R&R Top 100 Games. And um, we have put together this big list of games. Now, we're not doing all 100 today. That, that's, that would take forever. <laughs> what we're doing is uh, breaking it up, uh, 10 uh, games per show. Uh, so we're going to be doing this for a while. We are still going to do our regular um, Kickstarter show and also uh, when are we uh, have a Fun Again uh, sponsor as well. Just yeah. you know, the, But this is going to be an ongoing thing for the next few months. Uh, 10 games at a time, 100 all the way up to number one. And we're starting with 100 to, I think, 91 today. So uh, great question. Thanks, Nat. Yeah, just to make sure everyone's clear yeah. on that. That's what we'll be talking about. Ten times. Um, okay. I, I need now, to be prepared. Kid- oh, oh, another thing I have to do. I need to wake yeah. up my phones and get ready for the game that's on the table. Oh, yeah. Make sure they're charged and ready to go. Kabuki Kid did uh, ask uh, if the YouTube notification went out. They didn't see uh, it. It did. It did. This is twice in a, huh. a, in a week. It's It's gone out. I confirmed it was actually playing. Um, now, I can't confirm if people got email notices about it because I don't subscribe. I yeah. can't subscribe to myself. So, I don't know about that. Let's see. Mm-hmm. All right. Nobody needs to see Jen's uh, calendar notices. So have you crashed? Yes, you have. So we're just going to have to shut you down and restart you on both phones. Uh, oh, and let's not actually tell everybody my uh, login on my phone. Let's uh, keep that off the screen, shall we? Good idea. Mm-hmm. All right, close all. All right, now I'm going to fire these up. Oh, do 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 bad karmas. Oh, no, it's the bad karmas. That's why. It's not under B. It's under T. 
isn't it? There it is. And come here, you. Um, yeah, I don't know, Kabuki, why you keep missing it. Uh, but here's the thing. I announced this on Twitter, on Facebook, on BoardGameGeek. If you go to guild.rado.com and subscribe to the live thread, you'll always get notice every time we go on live. Um, and then I do the... Uh, um, did, did anybody who knows about us because of the YouTube premiere. I premiere a 30-minute long video that just says, hey, they're live. And if you subscribe to me on YouTube, you should get an email notification because it's a live premiere. And if you're not, I'd really like to know. Because maybe I'm setting up something wrong, but I don't think there's, I don't think there is anything I can uh, set up incorrectly there. And you will let me know if anybody's saying anything about that while I yeah, I'm sync in, up yeah, the phones. I'm... Wow, my keyboard's freaking out again. Did I just... Your keyboard is freaking out. Oh my gosh, everything's falling yeah. apart right on the right when we're about to get going. Wow. All right. Why is this doing this? It's literally just it's stuck. So friends, yeah, the thanks for hanging out and watching on our technology fall apart here. Yes, it is. Um I mean wow. this is particularly this grating is... because I was able to connect this phone to this board like four times this morning. And it's been working every single time. And now, the first... Oh, okay, there it worked. I just had to reboot it. When in doubt, reboot. But I rebooted my board yeah. this time. That was wow. fun. All right, now I have to wake up the dice. Yep, okay. Um, they're rechargeable, battery-powered dice. Look at them. They're so adorable. All right, nice. so you're woken up. You say you've got plenty of juice. The uh, boss is still on their pedestal, so they've got juice. I'm going to start a local game. And the code, wow. if anybody wanted to play with me, because this does support remote play, is WNA1. But you'd have to have the secret app, which isn't widely available yet, I don't think. All righty. Okay. Control 1 is logged in. Continue. Um, right. Resuming the save game. And, right, I got the board set up. I haven't moved anything. Continue. And, oh, oh, but I, oh, I have to reset the all right talk to the people folks talk to them oh sorry why well, yeah i'm i don't know what's going on in my uh so well you're what is happening out your to tech. you i'm trying I, my keyboard's freaking out and oh my gosh what is going on here i don't know but i can't everyone, y'all uh, just to verify everyone in chat you can still hear me and, and see i can me. hear you okay right i can't okay. I, I, I can't see you but only because i'm not looking yeah you're there okay so what are you okay. saying? Your keyboard just says nothing? I mean, you've it's gone dead on you before, hasn't it? it? It has, and I swapped out the batteries. These are brand new batteries, and it just one of the keys got stuck, and it was just it, it was just continually um, uh, the uh, equal sign got stuck, and that's all I saw. But Fun. Now, of course, I, I yeah. Wow. Okay. So and okay. the green screen is still well, working, so I'll be able to okay. bring the Everyone's up. Okay. All right. Let's make sure this is working. Okay. Uh, yeah, friends, this is what you get when you get to watch the uh, live show. Yeah, you get to, to watch us <laughs> melt down as our, every bit of technology, which worked fine an hour ago, yeah. decides to break down <laughs> with yeah. uh, with uh, only when we're live. Okay, so yeah, I, Brenner does confirm. Okay, this seems to be okay. I, apparently, there was some lag, but that's under control now. Great. That, okay. Oh, were we having lag earlier? Oh dear. Uh, apparently, we were. Yeah. This is and, why we uh, have to pay attention to the audience. The audience, they're, yeah. they're our best friends. They'll, they'll they teach. are. Although, honestly, if they told me there was lag, I wouldn't have known what to do. Just would have made me freak out. So I'm glad it's over now. Right. Oh, my yeah, it's over now, yeah. Is, okay. uh, <laughs> is where we're at. Oh, I am actually warming up. Hold on a second. Okay. 
Uh, Brenner does. No, oh, uh, yeah, you know, was... I'm going to put this up here. Uh, Brenner says, uh, "You guys both look good and sound good." Thank you, Brenner. Huh. Appreciate that. Huge lag earlier, Kabuki and Goblin. So it wasn't just oh. one person, and multiple people were seeing lag. Interesting. But we're fine now. Okay. 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 Well, it happened. What was there lag in the sound or... or just the video? Oh, but Brenner says it was probably Twitch that it wasn't necessarily us. Oh, okay. Well. Okay. I right. Yeah, I haven't streamed on Twitch since last week, so I haven't uh, I haven't heard anything as far as problems on Twitch. Okay. Um, okay. All right. Winter. Oh, okay. Is the cool. secret word. Uh, yes. Both audio and video are good now. Uh, Goblin. This is Lord of the Board. Um, a new shirt I'm wearing. Yeah. Nice shirt. Uh, yeah. Very, very, I mean, a, a great YouTube channel. I really like him quite a bit. I've mm-hmm. actually ordered. It. Well, do, do you have a T-shirt? I do not. Why don't you have a t-shirt? I, I went looking I, the other day for you know all the channels I watch who have t-shirts. Very few of them do. And it costs them yeah. nothing. And I've decided, hey, I want to start putting more of my fellow YouTubers front and center. Um, yeah. So I got Lord and Board. I've ordered one for... Um, oh, who, who did it? I could find very few. Um, our Family Plays game, they've got those really cool Beth Sobel ones. Oh, yeah. I'm just waiting those for that nice. to show up. And I've got one from Thinker Themer. As their logo is really, really cool. I need to... Uh, Get some more shirts, because I just want to start... Yeah. I mean, for the last years, I've been spreading the love kind of on a macro level. And uh, this year, I'm trying to think, well, how about I kind of focus in directly on individuals and, you know, see if mm-hmm. I can, uh, you know, raise awareness, um, you know, for them. We'll see how it goes. Uh, That's cool. It's, it's yeah. interesting. And, uh, yeah, check out yeah. Lord of the Board. Uh, they, he, he has a great channel. I should say they, because... Yeah. Th- is, is, there, is she your, his fiance or they? I'm not sure. But anyway, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, fun show to watch. Okay. Great, yeah, great YouTube channel. You know, speaking real quick, speaking of shirts, I have not come up with shirts yet, but we're Michelle and I are going to be making buttons uh, for the, for the channel, and shirts are the next thing. But button buttons first, like okay. I literally just bought a button maker. We're gonna make, we're gonna live stream us making buttons for our for the channel. There are services that will do that for you. Yeah, but why do that when you can have fun and make the buttons yourself? Like we've made buttons in the past. Like we've gone to events where we just made them, and we thought it was fun. So we're not said I'm going to buy my own, and we're going to make a bunch of buttons. So. You're going to be receiving some Tabletop Tonight buttons soon, my friend. Okay. All right. I will wear them proudly. Um, Handcrafted. Okay. Let's see here. So before we get going, let's uh, let's see if Battle Royale still works. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, we, we can't start without some blood-curdling. Uh, yep. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, death nice. and dismemberment. Good luck, everybody. Yes. Good let's luck. to One gonna... lucky winner. There can only be one. Yep. There can be only one. Um all right, okay. There that's we go. Cool. Everyone's getting right. dropped. Yeah. So I need... Oh, and I will remember to... Uh... Oh, that's a big group over on the left. I don't think anybody's yeah. getting out of there alive. <laughs> wise move, not that anybody Especially has any control, big... is to just stay yeah. away oh. from everybody. Big guys are going out of the big, the big uh, avatars. Yep. Are yeah, the big guys, you know, oh, they come on strong, but they always get that. knocked out fast. Wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. This is a. I feel like this is a quick one. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Who is left? All right. Cassan Miller is still at fifty percent health. Miller. As is Exacting Vampire. I think they're the early <laughs> odds on favorites. Although wow. Exacting Vampire is surrounded. But if Exacting Vampire can get out of there, they're going to make a beeline right for that health pack. 
Oh, they're health going back. for it. They're going for it. But Cassand is going to get a health back too. Oh man. Yes. It's if Anz pulls out of this, being on the sidelines, that would be incredible. Uh oh. Uh -oh. Uh oh, oh, Cassandra's. Oh, I think Cassandra has seen her back. move. Uh, if yes. you don't turn around, if you turn around, Anz, it's over. Keep going. Make it to that. Oh, Anz. Oh, no. Anz, seven one seven. You can't do it. Oh, no. All right. There we go. Well done, Cassandra. Congrats. Winner of the pre-show Royal Rumble. Yes. All right. <laughs> and now let's put the real show stuff on. All right. Control yeah. X. Now we're getting ready, folks. And you still can't. Your the banner is just not working for you, right? So I'm gonna have yeah, to I just, do double I, with your banner, right? Yeah, that was one of the things I was just checking. It, it was not working for me, unfortunately. Okie doke. Alrighty. Mm. Then let's see. I've got my. Um, oh, why is why is that there? What just happened? Oh, did oh. I minimize it? I'm forever minimizing. I gotta stop minimizing things. Okay, so <laughs> we've got the contest giveaway. We've got, mm -hmm. yep, we haven't crashed. We've got the overhead, so we've got our game. We've got our sponsor of the show. Where is that? That is here. Yep. Okay. The Bad Karmas and the Curse of the Zodiac. The bad Karmas yeah. and the Curse of the Zodiac. I just keep thinking of those Karmas. I forget the whole name. All right. Yeah. So, um, okay. have we missed anything? Uh, has anybody said that, that everything started to explode on us again? Or is everything okay? Oh, every, uh, so far everything's good. Oh, and you're a good sportsman. Um. You, you, you made silver um, against all odds, so that wasn't bad. Well done, and 9717. Um, oh. Let's see. Apparently, that 9 looked like an S on my screen because it is a tiny little font. Okay. Yeah. All right, then. Okay, folks, we're going to do this top 10. While we're doing the top 10, I was going to say we're not going to pay attention to you, but what's changed? We've hardly paid attention to you this whole time. We're terrible. We have to get we have to get back to the people. Um, anyway, yes. that's why the thing is up there. Just as a reminder, in case anybody shows up, we're just filming this show. You're the audience. Talk amongst yourselves. Um, and uh, when we're out of it, we'll come back. And if there's time, we'll do a Q&A. And, oh, we do have a this or that as well. Or No, we don't have a this or that. We have a uh, there can be only one, which is a very interesting one. Uh, hopefully there'll be time to do it at the end of the show and along with some Q&A. Depends on how long we go. You've got your list yeah. at the ready, Ruel? I am ready to go, sir. Okay. Um, right. Where's my list? Where's my list? There it is. Number 100 through number 99. Okay. Yeah. I'm taking, and, and you're doing I'm the taking 100, word. right? I'm sorry, what? Uh, so I'm going to go 100. You'll go 99. Yes. Uh, that that is the assumption. Okay. So you okay. will start it cool. off and I will end it. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, oh no. And maybe was it now Anne's going to go and work. Apparently. Uh, I, I think maybe if Anne had won. <laughs> You know, she'd have some she would have had some points to spend and she would have stayed a little more engaged but that's okay Ann. uh good luck with work and good luck to everybody and thanks everybody stabbed in the back by rotto says bing 413 uh, you should get that on a t-shirt i think yeah. um <laughs> okay let me uh let me go ahead and switch over to this and uh, oh no no it's not that it is i just need to do the logo the logo the logo yes okay <clears throat> you ready i'm good to go mm. one more set Oh, what episode number are we? I've totally forgotten. 27. 27. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> hey, everybody. Episode 27 of the R&R Show is brought to you by the Bad Karmas and the Curse of the Zodiac. And hey, Ruel, how are you doing? Hey, Richard. How's it going? I'm doing well, my friend. 
I'm doing very well, but I am very nervous because we are about to embark on an epic journey and a kind of an epic journey and an experiment because we are going to be doing the R&R Top 100 Games of All Time. And uh, for folks who don't know what that means is, basically, I've come up with my 50 favorite games. Ruel, or actually I came up with, I've I've got my 300. Ruel came up with, I think you came up with like 70 or so, right? I actually, it turned out to be like 120, but I turned it down to 70. And and then we have mashed those two lists together uh, to take my favorites and Ruel's favorites. In places where we both like the same game, whichever one of us liked it more will be the one to talk about it when we get to that part on the list. And at the end of the day, this is kind of a reflection of, um, we were talking about this the other day, uh, kind of our celebrity mishmash names top 10. So yeah. uh, you'll have to let us know in the comments. Do you prefer um, uh, Rael or Rudo um, for the Rael and Rado <laughs> top 100 greatest games of all time? But if we, um, you know, we're life partners, which I don't know, the more we do this show, the more it's feeling that way. I've already said once you complete me uh, live on yeah. camera. <laughs> um, yeah, but if you were to come over to our house, uh, we would probably be recommending. Uh, you know, games from this top 100 because it's really a reflection of both of us. And I'm really excited to do it because neither of us know what the other has in store. Yeah, right? and that's what's uh, most exciting for me too is like, like I have a feeling I know what some of your games are, but I know there's going to be some that are going to like completely surprise me. And I have a few surprises as well, I, I think. So um, just to follow up on the Jerry Maguire thing, you had me at Rudo. Rudo? <laughs> All right. Rudo is the winner. Um, So this is Rudo's Top 100, and this is just going to be the first chapter. Entries 100 to 91. And we're going to be doing this every week, uh, although we will be taking weeks off to do Kickstarter and, um, you know, new hot games. But basically, it's going to be over like the next half a year. We are going to be slowly but surely coming back every week, or most every week, to count down and get closer and closer to the greatest game, to Rudo's greatest game of all time. Um, But before we get to that, we have some business to do because, like I said, this week we are sponsored by Bad Karmas. And, well, did you notice anything? I noticed that pretty interesting board setup that you have there. And not only do I see a board with pieces and minis and stuff, I see a couple of phones on there as well. Yes, you do. What's happening on your table? Yes, you do. Um, So, um, this is a new game that's going to be coming to Kickstarter pretty soon, within the next month or two, I think. And I've got a pre-release copy of it, and I've been playing around with it, and it's really impressive. Uh, the, the full name of the game is uh, Bad Karmas and the Curse of the Zodiac, but um, the game itself is a board game digital analog platform where we combine the best of what um, you know phones and uh, RF technology and all kinds of stuff can do with really great solid uh, gameplay on the table. Because if you look, there's actually an electronic device underneath my board that can read whenever I pick up or move pieces or put them down. It can read every time I roll a die. And it can feed that directly into phones. And I think this is amazing. The the um, you know the applications for this are truly limitless. And while Bad Karmas is kind of a nice little introduction into this world, and I'll show you a little bit about how it works as a game. Um, I mean, it's just scratching the surface. This is a big boss battler, and I gotta say, I mean, these bosses themselves are absolutely phenomenal, huge, gigantic things. Wow. And um, I've got another one too. 
this one, uh, really big monsters. Right. And they are on an electronic base that lights up. If we do like a shield slam and knock this thing on its side, it will start lighting up to say, oh, it's tipsy. And if we attack it from this side or from this side, it's weak or it's strong. So it actually updates itself. It visually indicates its status through um, you know electronic devices. And I mean, but that's just the start of it. Let me go on ahead and show. Basically, uh, the game, you, you need a, uh, what do you call it, uh, 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 a tablet? Although I found I can use a phone just fine. So you've got one central tablet or phone that is the game control. You could think of it as a game master that's making all the decisions for the AI and keeping track of everything. And every player in this game has their own phone. Or you can you can have one communal phone and pass it around. And it's like this is your deck of cards, the different actions. I think we're doing the sharpshooter right now. The sharpshooter is the last of the characters in this round who hasn't made a move yet. And she's got to pick one of the cards in her hand. And if you are... Well, here's a cool thing about this that I think really the technology so escalates the experience. If you can't remember how a thing works, hey, it'll tell you. Um, just at a glance, if you ever have problems, you don't know what you need to do, the game will give you, you know, context-sensitive tips to let you know what's what. Now, I already know my way around. Um, she's a ways off. So, and she's arranged, I'm just going to have her do a burning shot. And uh, so let's just go on ahead and use the action. And meanwhile, the other, the, the main thing, which is keeping track of, says, oh, this is what's happening. It's the sharpshooter doing. And so it actually tells me to shake the dice. I will, in fact, shake the die. It knows I'm shaking the die. And I throw it. And it instantly reads it because the board itself knows what side. And so I hit it with a four. It's going to do all the updates. It's going to uh, tell me what happened to the boss. Oh, I, I used a dynamic shot. I haven't used a dynamic shot. What does that mean? Oh, that means I come back over to here and I have a choice to make about what I did. Oh, this is the first time I've done this. Um, I am going to deal... Yeah, okay, let's do that one, I think. All right. Do, do, do. And, um, right, so, use the dynamic shot. Nope. Okay. I cannot seem to register it. That's uh, an unfortunate uh, turn of events that it seems to have gone offline because normally it would be doing... <sighs> of course. <laughs> All right, we're going to start this over. Sometimes. I'm going to have to edit. Yeah. God damn it. Okay. Folks, um, if, you, if you got here late, I warned that this is all pre-alpha software, and there was a chance that it might crash, and it would appear it has shut down. Oh, my gosh. Of course it does. Of course it does while we're live. Okay, wow. come on. Let me go on ahead and, sh and it start going, it back up. It was working so, smoothly there. Um, all right, well, this is uh, we're, we're going to take a break during the show while I reset up. Well, how's the okay. audience doing? Oh my gosh. I'm going to hang out with the audience while you reset the uh, software again. Come we'll be taking, doing a take two here, friends. Thanks for hanging this out. This is like take us. 10. I've, been, I've take played 10. this thing for an hour this morning. No freaking oh, no. problems at all. <laughs> it reloaded its save uh, game. It did everything fine. Oh no. Then, oh my gosh. Okay, well, I'm not going to play that card again. Just in case that it's okay. that card that was the problem. I don't know why it would be. Oh my gosh. And now I'm freaking out and I'm hitting the wrong buttons. I am totally mm -hmm. doing that. All right. All right. Uh, so let's see. People are talking about uh, Golem Arcana, which I have not played. Um, the Lagfest earlier. Okay. Uh, here's an, I mean, people, I mean, people are talking about, about, oh, Golem Arcana is the reason not to invest in this because Golem Ar uh, it was, it's like the first failure. It's a, a digital app game where, um, oh, what do you call it? 
where uh, it's it's a dudes on a map game. You know, and it, it does a lot of the same kind of stuff. And the problem is, mm-hmm. I believe the company went out of business. And everybody says, see, oh. see, if you bought that, you've wasted your money. And like, one, no, you haven't wasted your money if you had a good time. And two, no, you haven't wasted your money anyway. Because the thing is, software never disappears. You can still go and download the software for, I forgot the name of it. What was the name of it? Um... Golem Arcana? Golem Arcana. You can download that and play it on Android phones to this day. I've actually tested it. I don't own a Golem Arcana, but I have downloaded the app. It still works fine. So, um, you know, and any... I'm, I'm sorry. I've had this argument so many times over the years um, with people who just yeah. vehemently cannot stand digital stuff. Um, but any piece of any game could get mold. They could all go bad. You can lose pieces, yeah. important pieces. You can't play anymore. Um, you know, just because uh, digital is, is a different way that in theory things could go. But in my experience, a digital thing is much more likely if you lose it, you can just download it again as opposed to real pieces where then you have to, yeah. well, can I get a replacement piece or do I have to proxy something? I mean, there's, yeah. you know, anyway, sorry. Right. No, so just to I'm go along that, while, while you're figuring that out, just to go along that, um, oh. Return of Dark Tower, we were talking about that during the pre-show. Um, I, uh, the president of the company just, you know, has been answering questions like people's asking what happens if oh, hi, you know, guys. the app is no longer su- supported yeah. and stuff like that. And he said that, if they stop supporting the app, well, they're, they're just going to open source it. They're just going to open up the code and, you know, there it is. Exactly. Folks, and I guarantee it. you, yeah. that is the nature of the internet. If they do, if, if yep. that happens, um, it will live forever because there will always be, you know, a passionate fan base who will keep things going. I mean, there are people who are still running private Asheron's call, um, which is an MMO I used to play in the day. You can still play wow. that. I can still play every Atari 2600 game I loved that I played back in the early 80s. They are all available to me. Nothing ever goes away in the digital world. It sticks around forever. You know how if somebody does a bad tweet and they're like, oh, I'll delete the tweet and you know, a tweet is forever? Everything is forever. An app is forever oh, too. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. so that's actually cool. that I'm, I, yeah, I didn't realize they were in the uh, audience. Sorry, guys. Of course, I would get a a, a, a technical hiccup, you know, pre-alpha hiccup while I was filming live. Like I said, I've, I've played this for quite a while, and I haven't had any problems until now. Um, but if yeah. anybody knows clear, in uh, software development, this just happens. Right. It's, yeah. Again, like you were saying, it's pre-alpha. Just to be clear, um, uh, when I was talking about the dark, return of Dark Tower, no one from the company is actually here. Uh, Restoration Games is not here. Uh, they oh. had put out that announcement early. I think they tweeted it out. Like, oh, so somebody uh, pointed out that they had said that. Yep. Okay. Yep. Cool, cool, so, cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Uh, let me see. Oh, whoops. Oh, did uh, I put the wrong hero down? I'm, okay, I'm scanning the hero. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, let's see what else is going on in I'm chat here. Um, software never disappears. I don't think... Uh, oh, okay. Uh, Brandon says, I don't think Golem was a waste of money. It was a bunch of fun and well worth oh, it at the time. The uh, sad that it died, though. Yeah. Um, All right. Place your do, hero. Do, 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 do. Right, so this is actually cool. I mean, uh, 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 actually, maybe I shouldn't have stopped. I mean, because I can show. It actually saved my progress. It remembers the state of the world, and it's having me reset everything up, which is cool. You know, I mean, that would be a lot of work with an actual physical game. And, all right, so scan my last one, the the big demolisher, and the demolisher was standing right there, right? Okay, so it recognizes I'm putting it into positions, and it says that's fine, and okay. Okay, and here we go. Oh, no, did I not load my save game? I don't think I loaded my save game. I think I've started a new game. Yes, I have. A new game. Okay, okay. that's fine. That's fine. Well, hey, I will just be able to show a different portion of the game. All right, that's cool. That's cool. All right, so okay. I, I I hit new game instead of load save game. I could... I, all right. Oh! I knew this was going to happen. 
take a sip of water, take a deep breath, and yep, uh, yep, take yep, yep. two. Okay. So, all right, so we just come back over to the overhead. We tell everybody, sorry, everybody, but hey, you're here live. You get to see all the behind the scenes. All of that will be edited out for the final. Um, all right, so. Mm. Let's see. So I've just cut over and said, or do you remember how I even cut over? I'm, I'm going to record was, the cutting over. You're, you're going to, um, oh, man, what were, what were you doing? It feels like a lifetime You wanted ago. to move something. What yeah. were, oh, uh, what, you know what, what were it was? We, um... It was an attack, that special dynamic attack or whatever. Tell you what, I know, I, I, know I had just said, uh, Ruel, what have I got going on here? Or I said, or what have I got on my table? Or Ro, do you, do you see anything unusual? I said something like that. We'll pick yep. up where you answer that question and you can just say, well, that's interesting. You should ask what's on the table or, or something like that. And I'll say, well, I'm glad you asked. Let's uh, go over to it. You want to okay, do that? So I'm going to, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll pick up from the point. Oh, yeah, I just I said say, words to oh, the effect of, hey, Ruel, you notice anything going on or something like that. Okay. All right. So and I'm answering that. I am ready to go. Hey, Ruel, do you notice anything unusual at the moment? You know, you've got a table full of cool minis, a, you know, a board, and it looks like two phones on there. What's yes. happening? Yes, I do. This is our sponsor of this show, uh, The Bad Karma's Curse of the Zodiac. And I have to admit, I am personally so excited about what this game represents. Because it is the ultimate fusion of analog board gaming that we all love and what digital can do to enhance it, to um, you know, take it to the next level. Because uh, this is the Taburu board. I've got this actually really cool you know, battle skateboard with all these really cool miniatures all over the place, big ones and small ones. But underneath it is Taburu. This is a powered board that can automate, you can put any kind of board on top of this. Uh, you know, a, a, you know, a cooperative boss battle like this, or, you know, an Agricola-esque worker placement game, anything can work. And the board automatically recognizes when you move pieces around, it recognizes when you roll dice, it knows what dice you actually rolled, and it can feed that information wirelessly to phones. And um, so, in Bad Karmas, the way it works is you have one phone that is kind of like the Dungeon Master, it, may, it keeps track of what the monster is going to do. It also, at the beginning of every round, prompts players to determine, okay, what's our order going to be? And we have to figure out who is going to play first. So the sharpshooter. Sharpshooter, are you going to be the first, second, third, or fourth player in this round? And she says, you know what? I think I want to hang back. I, I don't want to rush right out. And you also have to pick your stance. And, well, have you ever been in a case where you think you've taught everybody how the game works? And then they say, right, so what was that stance again? Like, well, just push the I button, and it'll just tell you. It'll just remind you. I mean, it's a simple little thing, but a fact that a game using the Taburu system, like Bad Karmas, can actually teach you, and more importantly, remind you of things that you would forget as you go, and even catch when you do things wrong. Because it says, hey, you rolled a three. Why did you move over there? Because it knows. It has real awareness of the board. That's absolutely fantastic. So, um, I know that, and I could say, hey, you know what? Let's go on ahead, and I don't think I need to heal or move extra let's reduce the cooldown so I'll be able to do my action quicker. So I've selected my stance. She's ready. And now, if you were to imagine we were playing a four-player game of this, everybody would have their phone out, and whoever's playing the assassin would now choose. But if you only have one phone amongst you, you can just hand it around. The assassin says, well, you know, I'm going to go next to last. And I think I also just want to keep that ready uh, so I, I can get back to that move quicker. And okay, so now we've got the big, heavy, burly guy. He says, oh, I'll go first. I'll, I'll definitely go first, thanks. Um, there we go. Go first. And let's see. What does he want to do? I th If he takes a beating, 
Uh, he might need to heal. Or no, dodging. How about he stays in the front line. He's going to go to water stance, which will let some dodge attacks. And then we've got the healer, who also has a gigantic shield. So they'll go second. And uh, yeah, they'll, they'll, they'll do that as well. So just kind of a nice little intro warm-up. And now the Dungeon Master will actually tell me what's happening, giving me updates, uh, you know, like the fact that our big boss is going through a metamorphosis right in front of us. And um, after everybody has read it, everybody says on their own phones, yep, okay, I've read it, I know what the story is. And we actually start playing. So, it is the Demolisher's turn. And really, when we get to the game, this is a card-driven battle game where every player has a big old hand of cards that represent different things they can do. These cards, of course, if you don't remember, you can just click them, and it'll tell you what they can do. Uh, it'll remind you what their cooldown time is, because unlike other games where you have to keep track of cooldown and put tokens and stuff like this, this will just say, hey, once I use an explosive throw, which is what I'm going to do, it will keep track of all this. It'll let me know when it comes back. So, and it'll tell me what it does. So, I say I'm going to use that. And uh, then meanwhile, the the, uh, the thing says, okay, well, here's what you need to do, Demolisher player, shake the dice. And so I take it, it recognizes I'm shaking the dice, and then I throw the die, and it recognizes that I rolled a five. Very nice. Wow. And it will automatically resolve everything. Um, you know, doing sound effects. You can't hear the sound effects right now, but there's, you know, attacks and explosions and stuff. And boom, he is done. And the boss is actually doing something in response. Everybody else is being told, hey, um, what's happening? What, what, how's the world changing? And then after it does, because the AI takes care of that, we move on to the next player who is in the front line. They've got their own list of things that they're going to try and do. And, um, you know, some of them can't be done right now because as part of the storyline in the first round you can't directly attack them so melee is offline so they could heal they could do a warning shot they could taunt all kinds of things and again if you don't remember what it is the game will give you all the help you need and that's not all because uh, you know this game has an objective system where every different character has different little feats they're trying to pull off and so you can look at those and it'll keep track of how close you are to unlocking all kinds of different things which gives you new cards into your hand now granted Everything I'm doing here could be done in traditional ways, with cards and tokens and all that, but it would make this game have such an incredibly huge amount of over, um, you know, of, of stuff you have to keep track of. People would say, oh, that's a real fiddly. All the different things you're constantly having to move and, and you know, draw decks and, and make decisions for the boss. Or you can just sit down and play the game. Make your choices and go. Get cool audio-visual feedback of what happens. I mean, the boss is really cool, too. They are, let me go and unplug it so you can see it. If I plug it back in, they're on this lit platform that will tell you the status if you want to attack from the front or the back. Um, the boss will actually make smart choices because they know where all the players are at once. And so... If you're the type of player who loves to have a big, dice-rolling, cooperative boss battle, and we've had a few good ones of these over the past few years, this is definitely something you want to check out. Uh, just because it does something new and completely different, where you really feel like you're playing against something that's thinking, rather than playing against a deck of cards. That has just been shuffled up and said, oh, well, I guess I'll in my headspace, I'll come up with a story for why they did all this thing. No, in this game, it dynamically decides what to do based on the stance, the choices that players make. Also, um, it doesn't have to take up a huge amount of space. This is a big game with tons of cards. It would take up twice as much space, but nope, everybody just has their own phone, or they hand the phone around. So, I'm excited for this game, uh, about this. This is a neat game, but I can imagine a future, like a, an update pack. 
You could get more missions that you could download or expansions that suddenly say, hey, you know what? I like the game, but I want to play it solo. What if I only controlled this and the AI took control of all the other characters? And I could feel like, oh, okay, I can give them basic orders, but they're going to think on their own. That's one of my favorite things about Gloomhaven is the way that the AIs kind of have a very simple system. This could have a really complex system. It would make it feel like, even if I'm playing solo, like I'm playing an online shooter and I'm with other human beings who are making decisions. The, 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 the sky is the limit with this. Uh, and the technology works. Yes, I've got a pre-alpha. I've had some little bugs and glitches here and there. But, um, you know, the syncing, the way it reads the dice. I mean, this is a, just a nice little design feature. I'm really impressed with, hey, um, the dice have batteries. You can just sit them when they're not using here, and they'll charge in the background when you're not rolling dice off of the main board. Oh, wow. Really smartly designed, great physical components, great miniatures. I mean, this is a great-looking game. And, again, what this means for the future of the industry, uh, I, I, I am beside myself with excitement. So, when uh, the Bad Karmas folks uh, said they wanted, reached out and said, hey, you want to check it out? I said, yes, please, because you know, I, I can barely contain my enthusiasm for Bad Karmas, uh, the Curse of the Zodiac. And that's what's on the yeah. table. Spend a little bit more time, wow. but there's a lot to talk about here. Yikes. I, I was going to say, my my mind is blown here. That looks absolutely incredible. And, you know, that was the first thing I was thinking of. Actually, two things I was thinking yeah. of right off the bat. It, it really, it seems like it would decrease the amount of fiddliness that people, you know, would have in yes. these type of games, right? All yes. this, keeping a track of things and all that. And that's, like you, I, th- I thought you said it perfectly. It lets you play the game rather than having to worry about all these different, you know, things you got to track. Yep. And the other thing I loved, just... Again, you pointed out right off the bat, it's almost like a real-time player raid. Like, anytime you have a question, you know, you can teach the game, but like you said, everyone's always going to... I always have questions when I'm playing. Mm -hmm. Why not just have it right there? It's like, oh, I just tap here. Oh, I know exactly what I need to do. Now I can focus, rather than having to ask you questions about how to play the game, I can focus on making decisions uh, that it's going to affect the game. I... Like you yep. said, I think the possibilities are limitless at this point. I mean, the, the yep. sky is, you know, the limit, I as they am, say. I'm, I'm excited yeah. about the game itself being an active participant. Yes. Uh, as yes. opposed to just a passive thing that sits there and waits for us to do stuff. It will do things yeah. back. And, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I can't wait for a, a worker placement game with this system. Yeah, right? I can't wait exactly. for a solo mode of this where, you know, I have my fellows fighting alongside me making decisions like, why are you doing that? And like, like as if I were playing against with a real human being on my team. Right. I got my reasons. Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 it's astounding to me just how exciting this is. And I know that they've already gotten some big heavy hitters in the board game industry backed up to start doing um, nice. new versions of games b- using this technology. So it's not just That's a one awesome. and done. I mean, this is, this is a, a great first step. And uh, there are sponsors of the show, folks. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> we ha- now need to move on to what we came here to do, which is talk about 100 games. 100 games yeah. that we love. All today, we're only going to talk about our first 10. Numbers 100 to 91. And next week, you right. can come back, and we will continue the countdown. And um, I think you are picking it off first, right? Yeah, and before I kick it off, yeah, uh, just to remind everyone, we're not doing all 100 games right here. We're just starting 100 to 91. Uh, we are going to talk uh, 10 games at a time, and we're going to do this uh, for the next few months. Uh, anytime that um, we're going to focus on 10 games here, and then in other weeks, we may do Kickstarters. We may talk about uh, other hot games, but this list will continue until we get to the number one. And just to kick it off, um, actually, you know what? Hold on a, a second. Hold on a second. Before we yeah. kick it off, I forgot one very... I got so wrapped up in Bad Karmas. I forgot. We're giving away a game this week, aren't we? Yes. Yes, we are. Uh, Were you about to do that? What are we giving away? 
Okay, well, I'm glad you asked, Ruel, uh, because one lucky viewer of the show um, has a chance to win a copy of Mind Management, which is awesome. I don't know if you've played Mind Management well. I have. I covered it when it was on Kickstarter uh, a couple of years ago, and it's on Kickstarter again now. It just launched this week, and I am not alone. When I covered this a while ago, I played my original prototype. I said, as far as I was concerned, this was the best hidden movement game I've ever seen. And that was a couple of years ago. Now that it's gone wide and a lot of you know review channels have gotten their hands on it, it's not just me. Everybody's saying that. Uh, you know, forget about your theories of Dracula. Forget about your uh, letters from Whitechapel. This game pushes the uh, hidden movement genre so far. Does so many cool new things. I think what makes it special more than anything else is its speed. A lot of these kinds of games can go on for hours. And, you know, if you're like the hunter, you're like, oh, please, just kill me now. I can't find you. Or you got away, and now we have to start all over again. In this game, every single round, the uh, the, the fugitive, um, the uh, recruiter is what they're called in this game, gets closer and closer to being caught. They could feel the dragnet tightening around. And I have played this as a two-player game. It works great. And we were talking about apps. You could play this as a solo or a co-op game as well because they have wow. developed a fully functional app that means it does not have to be every one player versus a team. It could be players working together against the app. So this is another great example of, of the future of board gaming. You don't have to. Uh, it plays great. It's just a traditional thing. It's got tons of secret missions. I mean, look at this. Uh, in the, you know, A lot of people did their top games of 2021. Yep. Quackalope, Board Game Co., um, uh, you know, Man vs. Meeple, and um, Dice Tower. This made a lot of people's top ten. And let's see, I, I think somewhere down here there were quotes proving that I wasn't crazy two years ago when I said this is the best one ever. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's Jesse says it's the best game of the year. There was, it's, I'm sorry, it's my favorite hidden movement game of all time. Uh, Shut Up and Sit Down says it's a masterpiece. Uh, Dice Tower says they would play over any one. Actually, yeah, Tom also says it's their preferred hidden movement game. Absolutely amazing. Wow. This game is incredible. If you want to know why, you can go back and watch my original run-through. Bear in mind, it was done with a prototype. The final game looks so much better. And the thing is, to, uh, to celebrate the fact that it's just relaunched on Kickstarter with some additional content, I believe, we will be giving away one copy to one lucky winner. And, um, well, how, how, how do they win? How do they win? Folks, sometime during the show, we are, and one of us is going to say the word winter. Winter. Right. So winter is coming. Uh, you don't know when it's going to be coming. <laughs> but when it is, take note of the game that we're talking about at that time. And you're going to send the title of that game to a contest at rotto.com. Send the email and uh, you'll be entered into a contest next week uh, for a copy of Mind Management. I just got to say, I need to play this game. I know it's been highly ranked. and I just have not been able to uh, you know, play it. But I am a huge fan of the design duo, Senfun Lim and Jay Cormier. Mm -hmm. They've done a bunch of great games. Yes. Um, and spoiler alert, one or more of their games may be on the list that is coming up. Uh, oh, really? We're talking about. So, All right. Yeah, well, but I'll we'll just leave it there. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah. Gr a great design duo doing fantastic yes. work. And mind management yeah. is, you know, like as many, not just me. Um, yeah. A lot of people agree uh, It is a masterpiece It is absolutely phenomenal So definitely keep your ears peeled When either Ruel or I says Winter Note what game that was And send uh, the name of the game Not the word winter But the name of the game as the subject To contest at rado.com And maybe it'll be you And if it is you, yes. believe me, you'll be happy The game is phenomenal but with yeah, that out of the way everybody. we can finally start talking about our top 100 i believe yeah 
All right. All right. Uh, just a clarification now, uh, is the contest, is this worldwide? Uh, yes, it is. Sure yep, no it's, it's open okay, to anybody. So. Um, I don't know if they'll ship it to the Antarctic, but uh, pretty much all the normal <laughs> territories uh, have a pretty good shot. All right. So we're doing okay. our top 100. Is it Rudo? Is that it? I'm, I'm, we're, if we're you want, it now. I... I I, I I like Rudo. I, I just think it I, I think it flows uh, better off the tongue rather than Rael. Rael. You know? Well, I mean, that uh, kind of feels like we're from Krypton if it's Rael. But oh shoot! Oh man, yeah. well, you may have okay. just talked me into it. Ra. Yeah. Well, my name, uh, my name, my real uh, Ruel. That that's like a Kryptonian name, anyways. It is. Yeah, you already Rudo. you already enjoy yeah. that, so you could share I'll the love there. But regardless, yeah. over the next few months, uh, most weeks, we'll Perfect. be counting this down. We're starting today with number one hundred, which will be Ruel's, and then uh, my number nine. And we share this list. This is a reflection of the two of us as gamers. And uh, I, I think I already said I'm super excited to see what you come up with because Same. I have no idea. I just have a list of Bitly links that I can copy and paste because we had a third party adjudicate and make sure we didn't have overlaps and stuff like that. Right. Phew. So are you ready, Ruel? I am ready, my friend. Yeah, let, let's do this. Then what is our number 100? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Greatest game, of all time. greatest game of all time. Greatest game of all time, The Crew. Yes, yes, very good. The Crew, so the actual uh, title is The Crew, The Quest for Planet Nine. Um, folks, this is a probably one of my, I mean, if not my favorite trick-taking game, it's it's right up there, uh, personally. Um, it's, it's interesting because trick-taking, you know, you normally think, I think of just, you know, old-school trick-takers, hearts, spades, etc., etc. But they actually did a really interesting thing here. They made this a cooperative game, mm-hmm. and you have missions. So each game is going to play differently. I mean, you have the basic trick-taking uh, mechanism, but you're working with your fellow players. Um, I remember Michelle, Lauren, and I played this, and it was just instant love. We're like, oh my gosh, because we play trick-taking games, but it's never always been our, never been our favorite mechanism, but... Somehow, some way, combining it into a cooperative game where each um, win condition is different yep. really put it over the top for us. Now, we haven't completed all 50 missions. There are 50 missions here. There's also some print-to-play missions, and there's actually a new version of this game uh, where you go undersea. Um, but this one, again, the space theme talks to me. Again, the space, it's, it's you know, the theme is pacing up. But I, I dug it because there's times when, you know, just like you're in your space, you cannot talk. Communication mm-hmm. is limited. You know, stuff like that. I mean, it is such a great game. And again, it's what I love about it. It's you can play it with almost, nearly every anyone in your game group or non-gamers. It's really simple to pick up as long as you explain the trick-taking mechanism. And then, you know, I've seen people really get into this game and just play it over and over and over. And it's because it's quick. Uh, you know, uh, a game around doesn't last that long. And that's why it's our number 100 game of all time, The Crew. I am very happy with that as Rudo's number 100. And I am so... This is why I wanted to do this list with you. Uh, We are so simpatico. This is like, I think, my number 118. And I was so sad it wasn't going to make the list. And I was like, oh, I hope Ruel does it. And you made me so happy right out of the gate putting it on there. Because, yeah, it is absolutely fantastic. And 
Not only does it pull off the amazing feat of turning trick-taking into a solid cooperative experience, but it is also a very solid two-player experience as well. Which That's what is... I've heard. I wanted to ask you, uh, when you and Jen played, because we haven't played it, we, we were lucky to play it with three, but how is the two-player version? The two-player uh, version is fantastic. Like set up? Uh, yeah. it, 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 it's it's uh, basically there is a group of cards that is put on the table that represents a third player and um, you take turns making choices for this third player it's the rookie on the team and it works so well it's a different kind of puzzle because you have a lot more information than you normally do uh, but there are other things that kind of tweak and balance it so it's still an interesting challenging game and Jen and I loved it to pieces now it probably would have nice. made my top 100 if I actually had a chance to play it more at a higher player count but as a two player game game uh, the crew is fantastic and uh, definitely definitely deserves uh that spot at number right. 100 but 100. um i think my the number 99 also deserves uh all the uh praise in the world uh we're go- we're switching from brand new hotness the crew to the the rudo number 99 is raw oh yes not the yes. raw just raw um, and oh my goodness, do I love this game so much. Now, I'll just come out and say it. This is my favorite, uh, Reiner Knizia design game. And, um, I, 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 I love it to pieces. He has done so much amazing stuff over the years. But for me, Raw eclipses everything. And the most amazing thing about it is, when this came out in 1999, it officially was a three-player minimum game. The, the, the landscape for board games was so different back then that they didn't think it was important to try to work out two-player rules. And then it turns out, somewhere along the line, somebody did, and then the powers that be realized, oh, this works really great as a two-player game, too. Maybe we should have put that on the box. And um, I'm rating this as a two-player auction. It is fantastic. And, you know, at its heart, this is a set collection game. We're trying to get all these different tiles that represent different facets of life and society in ancient Egypt. But we make bids for these tiles. We each have a set number of tokens that... um, Say, oh, I can bid three or five or seven or eight. I can't bid whatever I want. I just have to bid. If if I've got a five, that's what I've got to bid. And everybody can see what everybody else can do. And that extra... and But once I've used that token to bid, it goes away and it gets replaced with a different one. Because there's always one that whoever wins the current bid is going to... You know, you're going to change up what you can bid with. It's so brilliant. That's only half the game. Just that. Just the way they completely change the game for um, auctions and make one of the greatest auction board games of all time by totally changing the rules. And it works great with two. Uh, Not only that, there's this whole other half of the game because there's a push-your-luck thing. Because uh, the stuff we're bidding for just doesn't just spring out of nowhere. Um, Somebody is the uh, lead in a given round and they have to reveal more and more and more tiles. Um, And there's there's kind of a a push-your-luck uh, thing going on where um, when am I going to stop revealing more stuff and uh, you know and that becomes a really big central element too because I'll keep revealing until the thing I want is there but I keep revealing more stuff than I think you want and that means you're going to outbid me because I can see you can outbid me but do you really value this the same way I do there is so much going on in this game it's so simple um, and yet so rich and so deep and infinitely replayable. I mean, it's had several reprints. I think it's getting another really big, super deluxe, lavish reprint this year, um, which I can't wait for, but I'm still happy to hold on to my original uh, you know, 1999 version as well if I need to, because, yeah, I mean, I, I don't think you're going to disagree that Raw is one of the greatest auctions of all time, and I'm pretty sure uh, you would agree it's a good 99 for Rudo. 
Yeah, it's a perfect 99 for Rudo. I absolutely love this game. I'm a huge Reiner Canizia fan, and you touched upon it. It's um, like a lot of his games. There's aren't there really isn't that there aren't that many rules. Like the rules overhead's pretty low, but the strategy and depth to it is fantastic. I mean, it's totally replayable. And fun fact, I, I actually just did the short uh, little podcast segment for the Board Game Barrage. They asked me what my most anticipated uh, game of 2022 is. Ah, Raw is it. Raw is it? It's finally coming back in a print. Twenty fifth uh, Century Games is coming out with it later this year, and it features art by Ian O'Toole. So I I'm super excited about that. I love Raw. It's a great great call for ni- number ninety nine. Cool cool um, cool. I, I can't I can't rave enough about it. Um, the only thing I have not played it too, and now once we get the new copy, and Michelle and I are gonna be playing a lot of it. I think. <laughs> All right. Well. So, so far we're completely simpatico. I'm very happy about that. Yeah. But now let's yes. talk about the. Uh, the, the Rudo Number. 98. What is it? 98. And this is where I think we our paths may diverge. Okay. Number 98 is Root. R-O-O-T. Root. Root. Yes. And I feel like it's it's actually perfect timing that you're wearing the, sh- wearing the shirt that you're wearing, uh, Lord of the Board. Mm-hmm. His YouTube channel was primarily a Root channel for, for a while. He does other stuff now, but he's done like these hardcore strategy guides yeah. on Root. And yeah, it's... If you haven't heard of it, folks, I mean, it is a well, well um, um, respected game. It's got a lot of things going on. It's basically an asymmetric war game, mm-hmm. but with these cute little critters. I mean, they're they're so cute. Look at that. You can see it right there. <laughs> Mice and cats and owls and birds. But what it is, I mean, it is a war game. You are out there going at each other. As you can see on the video right here, we're looking at the Irie. They're the birds. I like these. They are basically a programming game. You're programming you know, think of like Robo Rally, and you're programming the birds. Uh, all the other uh, uh, factions play differently. You got some deck building, you got some engine building, and they all. It really, it truly is an asymmetric game, um, a, not, a war game for non-war gamers, basically. And yeah, it's a race to thirty points, but there's a way that you can win by dominating um, the board. So rather than thirty points, you just have to hit certain uh, goals. There, I. The, for me, the reason why I didn't rank it personally higher on my list is because I have not gotten to play it enough where I've gotten to know all the factions. And I just, I recently picked up the um, expansion where you can play it solo and uh, they have new factions as well, the lizard folk and other things. But it's just, oh, as far as game design, I, it just blew me away that I could, I'm playing this game that's so different than everyone else, yet we're all still say, using the same deck. Yeah. The cards it's multi-use cards and you're crafting items and but you do it in different ways by using this uh, it just it, to me it just blows me away and that's why it's our number 98 on rudo root <laughs> i don't know is this rudo thing gonna stick I, the more i say it the more silly i, I feel about it folks definitely gonna we're gonna do nine one, more yeah. chapters of this so let us know down in the comments should we stay the rudo route <laughs> Are we yes. are we true um, roto rooters? Um, <laughs> as, as just happened here, uh, you know I can't fault you for this at all. You're right. Uh, it wouldn't make my personal uh, you know top 100 because it's it can be a vicious game. It is a it is a warfare Holy game. Man. You know that is is yeah. cleverly disguised with the cutest, most adorable art you have ever seen. But uh, there's no denying it, you know, it deserves its its standing in the pantheon. I completely agree. It does asymmetry so well. It does asymmetry so well that asymmetry is now a big deal in the board game industry. Whereas for years, I mean, you've, you've seen like war games have done it, but it's never really caught on. Root 
and vast before it, but really Root um, has, it is a vanguard game. It has changed the direction of the industry because now everybody's chasing after, can we do true asymmetry the way Root has? And there's other games that have come out to do it since and more on the way. So I completely agree with your call. And uh, yeah, I think so far we're nailing it uh, with our number 98, Root. Awesome. All right, but we now have to move on to number 97, and uh, I suspect this one might be a bit controversial. Uh, Again, we'll we'll have to see what the comments are uh, when we reveal number 97 is Tiny Epic Defenders 2nd Edition. And, uh, yep, this is, this is definitely a reflection of me. I love this game so much. It is one of the best cooperative experiences there is on the market, bar none. And it owes a lot to uh, Pandemic. Or, or, actually, I've never thought about this before. This game is the perfect distillation of two other games I love. Pandemic and Aeon's End. Those two games working together. Uh, Because this is a cooperative style game where you're basically fighting fires. You're having to run around a tiny epic kingdom trying to defend it uh, uh, against tiny epic dangers. And the whole thing is driven by a single deck of cards that randomizes the uh, player and enemy turn order every round. So you never know who's going to go next. But this game is all about long-term planning because it's a deck builder where the deck you're building is going to try to kill you. Because the longer we play, the more evil monster cards go into this deck that says, okay, is it... Oh, it's my turn. Oh, yeah. Okay, good, good. Okay, it's Jarrell's turn. Oh, okay. oh no, it's the, it's the Kraken's turn. Oh, we needed two more turns before the Kraken came up. The Kraken came up too soon. Why didn't you get in position? We knew the Kraken was coming. Because as we play and more and more stuff gets thrown into this central deck and it gets more and more dangerous, we know what's coming. We just don't know when it's coming. Because when the Kraken comes, it's going to attack the harbor. It's not going to attack the, the uh, desert. So a big part of the strategy of this game is, right, do we have somebody hanging around nearby the harbor so that they can get in position if we need it to be. Is somebody going to end their turn? Because there's only three cards left. There's a 33% chance that Kraken is coming. And if the Kraken gets the harbor, it falls, and then the whole kingdom will, um, you know, you know, uh, uh, domino. So, you know, we'll, we'll just start falling. So how are we going to do that? The problem is nobody wants to be over there because everybody needs to be over at the planes because there's really great special powers there. But somebody has to do this. And this game has such a, in such a simple, tight, tiny package, pushes you so hard to do much more long-term strategizing and short-term tactical responses because because of that one central deck uh, that just mixes it up and it gives you imperfect ability. Now, one other thing I should say is it's Tiny Epic Defenders, the second edition that makes it on the list. The original Tiny Epic Defenders is great, but the second edition got such a wonderful, overhaul with amazing art and really cool little um, uh, you know uh, pieces that uh, really kind of up the fun factor of the game quite a bit but I have always been the hugest fan um, of our number 97 tiny epic defenders <laughs> nice nice yeah I um, this is I, I love tiny epic uh, games I'm a huge fan of Scott Alms and this is the one I haven't played only oh really because that first edi- yeah only because that first edition it got so it got some lukewarm reviews from my uh, friends then I was like okay I'll, I'll I'll pass on this one but then like you said the second edition people really really enjoyed that one and even some of my friends that got the second edition they said yeah this is this is the one to play so one of these days I'm gonna play it because I am a huge tiny epic fan so Great to see that on the list. Always happy to see Scott Alms here. So, yeah. nice choice. Cool. Yes. All right. Awesome. Number 96. I, I, this I, honestly, eight. I hope someday to get yeah. a chance to play it with you. Um, I wish I could play it with everybody who is kind of lukewarm Perhaps on it. Perhaps at Dice Tower West? Perhaps? That might be a date, my friend. That might be a date. Yeah. All right, but what's number All 96? Right. 
96. Uh, it's a newer game. It is The Lost Ruins of Arnak. Okay. So, this one, it's got two of my favorite things. Deck building and worker placement. And, um, you know, I didn't get to play this um, when it first came out. It's I don't know if it was just a sold out or no one that I knew had it. And, of course, we're in the middle of a pandemic, of course. Oh, yeah, but, that doesn't help. Yeah. Um, I didn't, yeah, I didn't get to play it until the uh, winter, um, just th this last year. So, this is somewhat new to me. And the thing is, I've only played it solo, Rado. I've only played the solo game. And it still made the list. I love it. Wow. I love it. You do one thing on your turn, and it's so uh, it's so tough to. You're managing resources. You're you know sending workers out to do stuff, and it's all through this neat little deck building system. But I know that when I eventually play this at two, three, or four players, I'm gonna love it. Oh, you will. I know it's gonna go high on my, my uh, even higher when I add the expansion, mm. the you know, leaders. You know, we're talking about asymmetric abilities and uh, you know different things. That's that's what adds it. I mean, you can see here on the the board here, you've got different places to explore. As you explore places, that's going to open up more worker spots for you. Different things. You've got that um, uh, the track, um, the side track there, the uh, research track mm -hmm. where you can get more stuff. I I just I love everything about this. I'm I'm sort of a sucker for too for that whole like uh, adventure theme, the Indiana Jones thing. I know a bunch of games have done. I'm still sort of I still enjoy it. Mm -hmm. um, it's just that exploration. And, and just the reveal of all the different worker spots. I think it's a really cleverly done game. And that's why it's our number 96 on Rahel or Rudo's <laughs> list of top 100 games. <laughs> uh, a good choice, a good choice. And especially, um, what's it? The, that, that Leaders expansion put it into my personal top 100. Um, nice. Yeah. Nice. Because good to hear. Uh, you know, the worker placement is great. The dice, uh, the, the, the deck building is great. And now when you get those unique asymmetric power leaders we were just talking about that with yep. root a little bit doesn't quite push as far as yep. root but i mean those leaders are so eye-opening and the new cards are so great as well very very good choice i like it nice. a lot but All not right. as much as our number 95 anno oh yeah what's our number 95 anno 1800 oh my goodness uh <gasps> martin wallace another modern master of design uh, you know, cannot be touched. And this is one of my absolute favorites of his. Let me go and see if I can get it on screen here. All right, I need... All right, here we go. That was a little out of sync there. There it is. Let me put it on screen so people can see it. Um, this Actually, this is a relatively new one as well. I think this is his most recently published game, if I recall yes. correctly. And this is a uh, an, an era of exploration and colonization game based on a, apparently a very popular series of video games, which I've never played the video games at all. But apparently this does a good job of recapturing the spirit of those. But what I love about this... There's a few things I love about this game. I love the gameplay. It's got to be one of the most satisfying worker placement engine building games there is. It's all about creating really in-depth goods conversion engines. Uh, you know, I mean, um, and uh, the main thing that really makes it special for me is the interplay between players because this is not an aggressive game. This is not a game where you're trying to steal stuff from each other. But everybody, even though we're all competing, we are working together because if I don't have what I need to generate what my nation needs... I can get it from you, Ruel, and you will get a big payday out of it as well. Um, and uh, and if I if I can't get there, well, then I'll go in a different direction. I'll build something that eventually you will want from me. The um, interconnectedness between players, to me, is so satisfying and, and so uplifting because this game champions what I think of as a lot of the best of humanity because, um, because players are all working towards a common good. And the way we score points in this, Ruel, is not by capturing land. It is not by accumulating wealth. It is not by holding on to power. 
power. It is by meeting the needs of our citizens. That's how you score victory points. You have a big old deck of cards. Everybody has a big old hand of cards that represents what their different members of society need. And everything you're doing in this game is to try to meet their needs. And the more you do, the more points effectively you will score. And now... I said this game is everything that's great about humanity. Of course, it is an era of colonization game too, and that means it has to touch on some of the worst of what man has done to man over the centuries. But the interesting thing about the original video game in this is, this is not our real history. There are no named countries here. This is an alternate universe where the era of colonization never happened. And instead, it was truly an era of cooperation and exploration. Because you don't create colonies in this game. You do you explore, you do find new worlds, and what happens is you then just get a whole bunch more cards in your hand that represent more people who it is your job to make them happy and meet their needs. You don't steal anything from them. Uh, you instead work with them. And, uh, you know, again, it, 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 it makes this basically a fantasy g- version of our real history, but it yeah. does speak to our better nature, uh, a world where everybody succeeds when everybody's boats rise. And it doesn't have to be zero-sum. Oh, I can only be succeeding if I take things from you. This game imagines a world, and it's a world that is within our grasp as a species. It imagines a world where me helping you helps me just as much. And this game demonstrates how that can function. And to me, it elevates it beyond just, oh, a really cool economic Euro simulation into a work of art. And I am super duper impressed by it. And then on all that aside, it's got a really fantastic gameplay, which is what puts it at number 95, Anno 1800. Yeah, I, this has been on radar for a while. I, I have a feeling that the name Martin Wallace will not be, this will not be the last time we, <laughs> we have that name on, uh, on this I, I didn't say it was my um, favorite, did I? So yeah, um, you know, we the, may hear more yeah, from we, you. That we we shall. I literally was going to play this game this last weekend, and I, unfortunately, ah! I, I couldn't make it uh, to the game. But I'm going to play it soon, especially after hearing uh, your description of it. It's it's high on my radar. It's on the top of my must playlist. Great choice. Big Martin Wallace fan here as well. Okay, let's move on to our number ninety four. Yes. Um, a, a slight change from what we just talked about with Martin Wallace. We're going to number ninety four from Rudiger Gordorn Karuba. And Karuba, mm. we recent we actually recently talked about it. Uh, it's a wonderful bingo style game, right? So what's a bingo style game? I'm going to be one player is going to call out numbers in this case uh, the tile numbers, and everyone else is going to lay them out wherever they want on their board. And we're trying to again, hey, uh, another Indiana Jones style theme game. Uh, apparently, I like them. Uh, you're trying to get your explorer <laughs> to your <laughs> to the corresponding temple, and you're trying to do that while picking up gems uh, for points. And if you're the first one in the temple, you're going to get a, a bonus um, uh, for being the first one there. So it's a race game at its heart. Yeah. I just I, I dig everything about this game. I think it's it's such a clever design, and you can literally play it with any number of players. As long as everyone has a board, you can just call the numbers out, and people, you know, they're going to place their um, uh, tiles the way they want to. And what really sets it apart for me is the fact that the movement is so tricky here because. In order to move, you have to discard a tile. So if there's a tile mm-hmm. that has two exits, you can move two spaces. So it's like that whole like push and pull. Ooh, do I want to save this piece that I need to um, get my path the right way? Or do I want to use it now to move my explorer? So that's a really neat uh, uh, little tension there throughout the game. Again, it's a wonderful family game. I think it's it works well for gamers, uh, with yeah. seasoned gamers as well. I always have fun with it. That's why it's our number 94 on the Rudel slash Rahel <laughs> list of games. Number 94, Karuba. 
You know, we could just call it the 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 the, the R list of games, the R and R top one hundred. Maybe that's the maybe anyways. we should just stick to that. I don't know. Um, funny how you keep working raw hell in there somehow. You're you're putting raw. the wrong emphasis on the wrong syllable, sir. But raw um, hell. yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, Karuba, I'm just gonna say it. That it might be. It's one of, if not the best, uh, gateway games out there. Uh, it, it is perfect. Everybody talks about Ticket to Ride all day long, but I yeah. would rather play Karuba any day of the week. I'd rather teach Karuba any day of the week. And even though it's so simple and so elegant and so pure, it is still rich and deep and exciting enough that I'm excited every time I get a chance to play it. So smart. The bingo is strong with that one. Uh, there's been a yes. bunch of bingo-style games, and I think this probably is the number one in that whole category. And it's a good, good call. Karuba. Number 93 yeah. on the R&R Top 100 of all time. R&R Top 100. I like it. <laughs> Okay, well then let's move on to, uh, we're, we are just bouncing back and forth from light stuff to heavy stuff. We're going back into the heavy end, the deep end of the pool nice. with our number 93, Lagranha. And now, ah. I'm, I'm, I'm really torn. Should I say Lagranha or should I say Lagranha, the, uh, the deluxe master set? Because, yeah. oh my goodness. I mean, Lagranha has always been one of my top 50 games of all time. Uh, you know, I, I, ever since I ever since I first played it, like seven or eight years ago, I so fell in love with it. And um, it's hard. What I said about it originally, whenever it was seven, eight years ago, is it felt like an Uwe Rosenberg crossed with a Stefan Feld. And those are two of my favorite designers of all time. And while this is Ode and Mike Keller, oh man, they everything about this game just works so well. Uh, at its heart, actually, you could say it's a Carl Chuddick of Steffenfeld, Uwe Rosenberg design, because it's got all the wonderful farming of Uwe Rosenberg. It's got all the intricate clockwork simplicity and elegance of a Feld uh, point salad game. And then it's got the beautiful multi-use cards of yes. Glory to Rome. Oh my goodness. This is, uh, it's kind of hard to be top Glory to Rome, but if, if it's not the best, it's the second best game that's ever done multi-use cards because everybody has a hand of cards. These cards can be upgrades to your farming operation. They can be extensions to your fields so you can you know, grow more crops. They can be um, orders that you use to fulfill to you know, gain dominance in the marketplace, or they can be special powers or special helpers that will give you powers for the rest of the game. And every one of those cards you want to use in all four ways, and you just can't. And the game constantly puts you through agonizing, but beautifully um, tantalizing, tough choices and compromises. Okay, if I guess I'm going to focus on this, I'll, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll turn this one into an upgrade, even though it's the greatest player power ever, but it doesn't combo with the other thing. And, um, and that's just the first part of every round, because then it also features a really brilliant dice drafting round as well, where every round, and, and I love the dice drafting. I love dice drafting. It's my favorite mechanism of all time. I've seen a lot of games do it. This is one of the coolest ones, because I take a die, then you take a die, then Jen takes a die, and then I take a die, and you take a die, and then Jen takes a die. And the last die, there's always one more than the number of players. Everybody gets that final die. So this extra level, and actually it's only one way around, not two. Um, no, it's two. Yeah, it is two ways around. Um, that extra level of knowing everybody's going to get that last one. And everything. single, oh, I need this one. But if I leave that other one, then somebody else is going to benefit from that a lot more than me. That number six versus that number four. And um, so the dice drafting is fantastic as well. And then there's a third half of the game, which is kind of like this area dominance thing where you're um, getting your orders to the market and you're trying to you know leverage points out that. Or if you don't want to fight in the area control game, which can get a little cutthroat, you can instead deliver to specialist buildings and get special powers that will last you for the rest of the game. Everything about this is 
amazing. And the new Deluxe Master Set, which is still on Kickstarter now for a few more days. And if you're at all interested in folks and you haven't looked, look now because it's a Kickstarter exclusive. I only just realized this. I wish I'd mentioned it in my run-through, so I at least have a chance to mention it now. This is not something that's going to retail. Um, now, don't get me wrong. The original Granha is brilliant as well. But this new Deluxe Master Set offers like a dozen additional modules that um, really buff up Whoa. different elements of the game and just make it so much more deeper and so much more replayability. I mean, they got Stefan Feld to work on one of these modules. Stefan Feld has now actually touched one of my favorite games of all time. So there's no way it couldn't make my top 100 of all time. It comes in at our uh, number 93, Legrand Ha. Or Legrand Ha, the Deluxe Master Set. I'll just, I'll just leave. You know what? It, this would stand with just Legrand Ha, too. The Deluxe Master Set, yeah. I think in time, might actually bump it up a few more notches, quite frankly. Right. So we'll just say number yeah. 93 is Legrand Ha. Oh, my goodness. Great call. Great call. Did you know there was a roll and write version of this game? Lagranha No, no siesta? siesta? Yes, I do. Yeah. How do you like it? Fun little game. Uh, again, it's got the dice drafting that you like. Uh, just want to mention that. Yeah, a brilliant game. A little shout out to the, the roll and write version of it as well. Cool, Great cool, cool. choice. I can't wait to... Um, I, a buddy of mine just ordered the uh, master set, so I can't wait to... Oh, you've got a so good time coming it. in your future. I guarantee yeah, it. It's nice. so good. Nice. All right. So All what's right. 92. 92 is uh, another newish uh, game. I, I, you know, I love worker placement and um, I love Shem Phillips, and that's why number 92 oh, 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 oh. is yeah, architects, be of architects, architects of the West Kingdom. Uh, I wasn't sure, honestly, which one I was going to go with. Uh, okay. This is one of the trilogy of West Kingdom games. I've enjoyed them all, and Paladins and uh, Viscounts, they're excellent games. But for whatever reason, Architects seems to get to the table more within my group. And, um, you know, you're building different um, structures here in the West Kingdom through the use of worker placement. You can get resources. And, you know, when there's more uh, workers at a particular spot, you're going to get more resources. So uh, yeah. that's a really cool feature. You have your player boards. I, I, I don't know why. This always cracks me up. I love this part of the game where you can send your opponents to uh, prison or jail. You can jail them, round up their workers, send them over there. It's a little take that-ish, so that might not be your jam but we whenever we play we have a, a good time throwing people in jail it's just a, a get a little kick well it's, now, there's it's, also it's actually a, interesting um you know the interplay yeah. between players there because yeah you're right as one player keeps sending their same worker to the same place or mm -hmm. more of their own workers to the same place so they get more and more powerful doing that action yep. everybody else around the table says oh we need to arrest that mob it's getting out of yeah. control but the player who's yeah. doing it is kind of thinking I wish somebody would come and arrest all these people because it's going to be so expensive for me to pull them all off the board and move them somewhere else. Ex Whereas if somebody exactly. just arrests them, then I can go get them out of jail much easier. Yes, yes. And that's what I love about it because, yeah, uh, as you said, you know, they get more powerful, but, yeah, um, you have to eventually get those workers back and you're going to have to pay somehow. And, you know, it's another neat thing about this game, too. You have that, um, I forget what it's called. It's the basically where you get to be the bad guy. You get to go down this uh, this path of moral depression. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, it has a good and a bad morality path as you focus on one yeah. thing or the other, yeah. Or one yeah, type I, of action I like or that the other, yeah. Right, right. So there's more than one way to play this game, and um, eventually you're gonna have to build uh, your structures and you know uh, get all get all the points uh, that way. I just I think it's a wonderful game. It's the one that gets to my table the, the most. I could actually I'm sitting here arguing in my head. Oh, I should have gone with Paladins, you know, because that game's uh, more crunchy. But just this game, it flows so smoothly, and uh, honestly, you can't go wrong with any of the West Kingdom games. That's why it's our number 92, Architects of the West Kingdom. I'll, I'll, I'll buy that for a dollar. A fantastic choice, especially if you're going to play a multiplayer game, I would certainly agree Architects is the best of, of the bunch. Yes. If you're going to play single or you know a two-player game, 
I might make an argument that some of what really makes that game special um, is lost. I mean, you're still doing the arresting and the interaction with players, but yeah. it's much more interesting as there are more. Oh my gosh, all these mobs of people! I got, yeah. get, get them out of there! Who do I... You know, yeah. it's, it's a brilliant design, so fresh and clever. Shem and uh, his co-design partner... Um, uh, Sam McDonald. Oh man, uh, you yes. know, and this is the one that kicked off one of the hottest series in the last five years, and with good reason. Oh, and then also on top of everything else, beautiful Miko art, absolutely yeah. wonderful to look at. I can just stare at yeah. it all day long. Uh, yeah. Number ninety-two, good choice, all good right. choice, good choice. Okay, but we're almost done for today, folks. We are gonna end it out today with uh, number ninety-one, the wonderful, the sweet, the charming Calico. <sighs> Nice. Yes. Nice. Yes. yes. The cats yes. are strong with this one. And I have to, I say this yeah. as somebody who is not a particular cat lover. I am all about dogs all day long. Same. But Calico is so amazing. So absolutely incredible. It is a tile laying game. Oops. It is a tile laying game where we, everybody is trying to make the best quilt they can. Um, and the odd thing is, we are trying to just make cats happy because we're trying to make the best quilt that cats will happily curl up and take a nap on. It's a pretty abstract tile laying game when it boils right down to it, is what I'm trying to say. But uh, if you're going to be abstract, hey, make an abstract thing that is beautiful and sweet and charming as Calico, yeah. and you'll be doing pretty well. But what really gets me is um, the, the crunchiness. That, that you have a very, very tiny little board that you are trying to um, build. And every single tile that represents another patch of your quilt is so laden with consequence because you are trying to um, arrange tiles because you're trying to get the same colors next to each other. You're trying to get the same patterns next to each other. But then there are also these objective tiles on your tiny little board that says, okay, around this particular tile, I want to get, you know, five of a kind, or I want to get pairs or whatever it might be. So every single tile, you are trying to find a way to have it score you two or three times. Um, oh, and then on top of that, you're also trying to get the right tiles to make the cats happy because you're trying to get those set up. So you can't do everything and you really do have to focus. And it, at heart, this is a drafting game as well because at any given time, there are three tiles on the board and you can see, oh my gosh, if I get that tile, that's the perfect tile. And the thing is, you know you're not getting that tile because you know, there's <laughs> only three of them out there. And by the time it comes around to you, oh, somebody else will have gotten it. And I, these three, these three, what am I going to do with this? I mean, um, this game makes, I mean, you know, if, if you are, are in a table next, the next table over from a group who is playing Calico, here's what you're going to hear for an hour. Ah! Oh, I don't know what to do. You're just nonstop because it just pushes you. You have such a tiny little space to work in and everything, um, you know, can make or break you and you can never quite get what you want. But if you try some time, you just might find you get what you need, and it's so satisfying when you do, which is why um, we're going to end today's list at number 91 of the R&R Top 100 with Calico. And special bonus shout-out to the Rolling Stones there. Well yes. done. Uh, <laughs> and, and on top of the, I mean, just a, a brilliant game. On top of it all, best syllable art. Come on. Yes. It get oh, it's better. a wonderful-looking yeah. game. Beautiful, I, I, um, yep, yep, beautiful yep. game, yeah. Awesome choice. I, I love all the games on this list. This is fantastic. Great, great start to uh, our top 100, uh, the R&R top 100. Um, good stuff, my friend. Yeah, okay. And we got a long ways to go, folks, and a short time to get there. So uh, hang out with us. This is just the beginning. Uh, next week, we will be back, and we'll be doing numbers 90 through 81. And yeah. neither of us will have any idea what the other one has come up with. But I guarantee you, they will be 10 amazing games that the R&R show calls 10 of the best games of all time. 
Agreed. Yep. Yes. And folks, did you hear the yes. secret word? Mm-hmm. One of us said winter at some point during the show. Be sure to mark down the, I mean, go back if, and if you need to go back and watch it and f- listen to one of us say winter, W-I-N-T-E-R, and send the name of the game that we're talking about that time to contest at rotto.com. You'll be entered to win a great, great game. Um, one of the greats. I just totally, one of the greats, yes. Well, I just totally blanked. What are we giving uh, it's away? It's mind management. Mind They're management. messing with oh your gosh. mind. I need, to, I need to manage this mind. Apparently. Yes, there you go. But, there you uh, go. Yeah. Yep, yep. Contest at Rotten.com, folks, and you'll be entered win uh, next week. All right. Well, that is it, folks. We are Dunsville. Thank you very much for watching. Thank you, Ruel. I know this was a lot of work for you. It wasn't too much work for me because at any given time, I've got like a list of top three or four hundred lying around. So I was pretty. But I know yeah. you worked late into the night coming up with I, you know, for the first time ever your top super list. Yeah, I was. Uh, you know, I'd said I said this to you uh, earlier where. I was up late last night, and then I got up early this morning, and I was like, I didn't know how much of a task this would be. You know, I I pretty much have my top 10 of all time locked in my brain. That, that's fine. And I could do it like a top 20-ish. But then I was like, oh, man, if I'm going to go 50, I've got to go deep. And I end up with 120, <laughs> and I'm still like, I feel like I can still like maneuver stuff around. But you know what? It is what it is. The R&R Top 100, I'm I'm happy with how it's going. I'm going to be even happier when we uh, see the rest of the list. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's very exciting. And you know what? It's all smooth sailing from here because you got the list. We've got the, our list yeah, for the exactly. next few months. We're good to go. So, folks, right. you will have to come back and uh, find out just as, as, as we will, as we go. And so I'm going to say thanks for doing all that work, Ruel. Thank you for watching. Please let us know. Should we call this the R&R Top 100, the Rudo Top 100, the Rael Top 100, um, or something else entirely? But uh, all that aside, I want to say thanks in closing to sponsor of the show, The Bad Karmas, The Curse of the Zodiac, which plans to change the face of board gaming forever. Talk to you, everybody. So long. Uh, bye bye. Dan, we're out. Okay. All right. I got to do a little bit of editing oh, on that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, good old technology. Yep. Oh, I can't believe that. I, that, that how could that have happened? Uh, but anyway, yep. It, it all worked. We, we, made, we made it in the end. Yeah. Um, cool, yeah, cool, cool. Edit that one part. I didn't hear you say winter at all. You know, okay. Funny thing is, I had actually planned on saying it earlier and I missed my. <gasps> chance oh my gosh so I had to, on the fly i had to how am i gonna bring this up and i was like sweating it's like there's no way i can do this but i found a way to do it i found a way to do it yeah <laughs> that wow i that is I, I i can feel your pain that kind of thing has happened to me before remember yeah. last week yeah. i forgot what the word was um oh it was allergies and i did hear you do it that time and i don't know why i just burst out laughing when you did it and it was like and I'm like oh no i gave it away but it turns out it still was uh, some people knew uh but it, it, it worked out yeah. pretty well phew okay folks we have okay. made it to the end we're 13 minutes over so we're not going to do a q and a today but first of all let's see um all right we haven't had any more subscribers come in that's okay that's okay, okay. um you know, we'll catch you next week folks but you know what? we do have a couple of quick and easy ones we have a couple there can be only ones let's get these done mm-hmm. All right, yeah. so um, last week, Dino Corgi asked, uh, there can be only one. You're not allowed to edit your recordings or you only get one take, one or the other. What kind of a world do you want to live in? You, um, let's see. So how does that work? So you, you, you only get one take, but you're allowed to edit and try to clean it up. Or um, you, uh, you, you, you can well, how does that work? You can't edit your recordings. Or- or you only get one take. Am I reading that right? Yes. Wait, wait. So you only get one take, or you can take do multiple takes and edit? Dino Corgi, specifically, I'm reading this verbatim. 
You can't okay. edit your recordings, or you only get one take. So that means for me, you uh, for, like I know what I'm. You get one take, but I'm... you can edit that, or you um you get multiple takes, but you can't edit them. But I mean, if you have multiple oh. takes, you have to edit them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Dino Corgi, you've made our heads explode. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's see. Um, well. I, I know for me, just because I, I'm primarily a Twitch, a Twitch live streamer, just give me the one take. I oh, can, sure, sure, sure. I'll make it happen. I'll make it happen, you know? Yeah. Well, but, the thing is, for me, I pretty much do everything in one take anyway, which is stupid because right. I don't have to. Because I I, mean, I only stream once a week when I'm doing this with you. Um, but And yet I still film everything in one take. But um, I think really the question is, so it's really more for me. Um, if I were to do everything in one take, but I was not allowed to clean stuff up, that would be hard. And I don't think I could do it, quite frankly. I think, and, and that's weird, because for years, for a decade now, I've been saying, hey, I'm the guy who doesn't want to do editing. But if I really screw up bad, I do feel bad about it. And I edit in, I mean, to my one takes, I edit in like little inserts and stuff like yeah. that all the time. Um, and if I couldn't do that, what that would mean is, hey, I, I filmed the whole thing. I give it to Paulo. Paulo says, you really f that up right there. That was bad. Um, and I'm like, okay, no problem. I'll just edit in a little thing where I pop my head up because it's such an important rule. And I'll explain I got that wrong. Oh, phew. If I had to, every single time that happened, okay, let me throw away an hour's work and start over again, I would die. It does happen. Yeah. I might yeah. be making my third record. After we're done today, I might be making my third recording of Libertalia because the first two, first one, I made a really oh. dumb move. The second one, uh, you know, I, I made a dumb rules mistake. The second one, I don't think it's a big deal. Paulo thinks... It's a big deal. I'm going to go back and look. I might be recording it the third time, and I hate doing that. Although he loves it. Wow. Because he gets paid. I mean, he gets paid by the game that he checks. So <laughs> every time I screw up, now I think about it, is he purposely saying I have to redo it? Because he's financially say, incentivized to do that. He's what have I set up here? <laughs> um, yeah. So I think at the end of the day, editing is too important to me. Um, because I film in one take. And uh, yeah, so that's how I would do that one. And then we have another one. Um, so there can be only one, ask Goblin, Dave Turchy or Morton Monrad Peterson for solo games. Ooh. So what he's really asking is who do you like more? Yeah. Who's solo designs? I, and I don't, do you have a, I mean, you play a lot of solo stuff, so do you have a feeling I, on this? I, I do. I, I'm going with, um... Uh, Morton, uh, I always forget his complete name. Morton. It's hard. It's Morton Peterson, and there's another M word in the middle. Yeah, there's another M word. Um, I, I like. I, I think coming up with the Automa system or Automa yeah. system was brilliant. I love it because I love solo game, but I don't want to sit there and worry about a solo opponent where I've got to do, a, I've got to check a bunch of charts, sure. do all kinds of stuff. Give me that system of hey, here's a card, flip it over, do that thing, or flip two cards and do those things. I, I think it's a brilliant system. Um, that that's gonna be my choice. I, Peterson's definitely my choice. I I mean I love Dave. I've I've known Dave. I, yeah. I kind of gave Dave his start in the industry, which is a whole other story. Did you really tell as a, a trivia? It actually is an interesting story interesting. now that I think about it. Friends in chat, remind us next time. <laughs> next I time want to hear this story. Do you want to hear that one more than me as a traveling vacuum cleaner salesman? Of course, somebody will have to I actually spend their points and, and request a trivia for any of this stuff yeah. to come out. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I, 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 I love Dave as a person. I think he's an amazing designer. Yeah. And here's the deal. While I prefer Morton's approach, philosophical approach, which is yeah. I'm just going to try to capture the feel of what the uh, a player would do in as simple a system yeah. as possible. And Dave kind of goes the other way. I'm actually going to recreate a person. I'm going to create a, uh, a functioning being, which, by the way, would work so much better 
with a digital app, quite frankly. Um, if you're going to do AI, <laughs> do it as a digital app. Use right? the brand new. I don't have to. We're not the sponsors in here, but I still believe in it. Um, yeah. But uh, you know, so so he goes for a very different way, and it means when you play against a Morton opponent. Again, the, the same end result stuff happens, and it's really smooth and elegant how it happens, but there's not as much as you can do for anticipation. You can't really... You are playing against something that's a little bit more random by nature, whereas if you're playing against Absolutely. Dave's systems, they are generally, oh, okay, I know there's an 80% chance this is what he's going to do because they've got this complicated flow chart, and they, they act like a human being would, and they make right. informed, as much as they can be when they're a deck of cards, decisions. Um, but they do require a lot more heavy lifting. The reason I would choose Dave over Morton is because Dave is a freaking machine. If we only have Morton doing it, we get two a year. If we have Dave yeah. doing it, we get ten a year. And True. so that's why, I, as much, Morton, I love you. You know I love you. Uh, and you know I love your approach. And I just wish you were the same machine Dave is. Because Dave knocks it out of the park every time. And it just means you have to work a little bit harder. But you get a different experience that's also equally valid. And you get a lot more of it. That man is all about volume. And he's got the quantity and the quality, which isn't supposed that's, to be the way it works. And yet somehow he does it. I don't know. Yep. Yeah, that, that's, that's it exactly. Quality and quantity. You know, just before I, uh, you guys started, I was thinking your Dave story and your vacuum sale story, they don't intermesh. Do, do they? Like, <laughs> did you sell him a vacuum cleaner? Is that how we got started? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm afraid not. That would be cool, though. Um, okay, and I awesome. see the request did just come in for another trivia, but it'll have to wait, folks, because we are all beyond our allotted time limit. So, all right, anything else? Um, Right. I, no, I, I don't see any other big yeah. events that happened today. Yeah. Oh, man, we just completely yeah. ignored the audience. We didn't give them this or that. We didn't give them Q&A at all. Yeah. Why don't we, uh, for next episode, we should we should make it up to them. Uh, start the next episode, let's just jump right into it and give some trivia, this or that, whatever, yeah. whatever we got going. Yeah. Let's knock I mean, it all out. Uh, th- this killed it. I mean, the fact that we had to do this twice. That, that that gobbled up a lot of time. So, technical yeah. difficulties, folks. I promise, next week, the game on the uh, table will not have the, will not be in pre-alpha and have the potential to crash while we're live filming. And so, we'll, have a, we'll spend a little more quality time with all of you. But as always, thank you so much for showing up. You're the reason we do this show. I mean, you, yeah. you literally are the wind beneath our wings. And, as many of you know, I, this afternoon, I'm going to go through and read the entire chat transcript in case there's anything I missed that was really important. Because I do think that's... Uh, I, because I, I don't want to miss anything. I don't want to miss a thing. Uh, I'm about to start channeling some Aerosmith, so we better get out of here fast. <laughs> but, by the way, I, I gotta say, I love the Rolling Stones at the end of the, the list. There. That, that was well done. I, I, the... the can't get what you need or yeah, yeah. you can't always get what you I want was, but yeah and, 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 and that line. is a perfect line for calico that is what that is calico yeah. to a t yeah well okay done. it is time okay. to raid i see ryan going and i know ryan is doing the final of his arnak series he's been for the last okay. few weeks doing every single combination of leaders and the last one is today it's the captain versus the researcher i think or something like that mm-hmm. so shall we uh, give him some love or do you want somebody else to raid uh, let's let's rate them. I I I don't have Twitch uh, pulled up, so I don't. Oh well, there you go. Then uh, live right now. Yep. They yeah. once again they got dressed up like uh, explorers, and uh, I don't know how he keeps roping his wife into it. Jen would never. Well, she used to for years. <laughs> she would never do it again unless uh, we'll, we'll see if we get that RVR. What was it next? This Thursday, I'm going to be doing a live podcast slash Q&A. Next week, we'll be doing the next chapter of this, and then next Friday, we'll be doing another RVR. I put all of it down in the. Yes. I, I do actually update the schedule, folks, if you want to see all that. And uh, otherwise, we are rating um, in, uh, in what is it, 7, 6, six. 5, 
four, three, two, one, and I hit the button. And then the button goes and things happen, I'm assuming. I don't know. I guess I should have pushed this button because I would be able to see. Right. So they're talking about themselves. And Um, and you said, oh, great. It's raid time. Yay. Our work here is done. All right. All right. Good, man. I will uh, see you next week. Yep. Awesome. Good show today. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.